Hello. I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to an all-new Metal Injection livecast. Darren went to Vegas this week, yet he's still in the studio for tonight's show. Sean goes to the store to buy eggs and has to miss three episodes. Man up your little poozy. Here's the show. Guess what, Sean's still out buying eggs. He's not here tonight. In all fairness, thank you. Whoa. Hello. This is the Jared voice is of God. from heaven. This is the voice of God. Darren was killed in Las Vegas. Oh, no. Kidding. We didn't want that to happen to Darren while he was in Las Vegas. That was a joke. I'm here. Whoa, everybody. you fooled us again. <laughs> Sorry. Don't worry, everybody. I'm fine. <clears throat> Rob, you're drinking some tea. What is that? It's some miso soup. Oh, okay. My throat has been bothering me. Miso honey. No, 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 miso soup. Same thing. Um, miso honey is a different thing. Miso honey. Miso honey. <laughs> Me love you long time. Mm. We have some pretty big guests lined up for the show tonight. Monica's, Monica's here. Monica's here. Oh, hi guys. Hi. But uh, other than Monica, we have uh, this guy named Philip Anselmo calling into the show. Him and Bruce from Warbeast. Yes. It's a weird last will be name. Called Bruce Corbett oh, there you go. of Warbeast. Wait, together they're calling They're going to be calling in. They're putting out a split he, EP is he this Corbett Tuesday. Baba? Is that him? <laughs> <laughs> is that who's calling in? That's finally? what I kept thinking. Do you think that they're going to be in the same room together? Or I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I have, two, I have two separate phone numbers to call, which also means I may or may not have Phil and Selmo's phone number. What? You're going to give that to me after I'm, the show, I'm right? totally going to sext him uh, <laughs> later in the week. We should send him a picture of your chest. Mm, I'm sure he'd be into it. It's Livecast 193. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or is it? No, 94. 194. Is that right? We're six episodes away from our 200th episode where we have nothing planned. Yeah, nothing well, planned for the big 200. It's just a number. We had some uh, good ideas bandied back and forth, but then all of them had problems. Yeah, maybe for the 300th episode we'll get our act together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess no. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> that we'll be having the same conversation in two years. Was it two years or four years? Well, it's, I don't know. Probably. probably oh, no. Three years. He said for 300, you know, so that would be one hundred half Oh, yeah. As okay, much. so half. You're right. Did you guys do anything for your 100th show? Uh, yeah, we had the award show. Was it? No, that wasn't. No? no? We, we mentioned that it was our 100th show, I remember. Huh. Let's look. So that's something. Yeah, that's some kind of commemoration. Like, hey, Rob, 100 find shows. Up. All right. Who farted this week? Fine episode 100, Rob. No, I think for the 100th show, we had two callers. We had Greg and a Gunface from the Red Cord, and then... Uh, That's already two callers. Greg from Dillinger. Two Gregs? Well, yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because we had the Red Cord guys on in the second hour, and then the Dillinger guy in the first hour. And then in the second hour, there'd be Dillinger calls going like, hey, where's Greg? And then Greg Weeks would be like, oh, I'm right, right here. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's like I'm the only that. one that remembers this. That, that's <laughs> when. Isn't that funny? Especially since you smoke so much weed and you're the only one that remembers. Like, well, I'm, the only, I'm the only one that cares. Yeah. It's also because it was mm-hmm. the episode where Greg Re- Picado from uh, Dillinger revealed that he's working on something with Max Cavalera. Oh. Has that come out yet? Not yet. But the news is broke. Right here on the Metal Injection Livecast. I want to say that I see uh, Shlomo Choyna in the chat room. Choyna, Choyna, hey. Choyna, Choyna, hey. Has he joined the chat uh, in order to speak to Phil Anselmo? I want to know. Is is Shlomo excited for Phil Anselmo? And don't forget, <laughs> Bruce Corbett from Warbeast also calling in. They're putting out a split EP this Tuesday. 
This isn't even a live read. I'm just letting people know. It's called War of the Gargantuans. Maybe you could get you paid sounded for it. so professional doing it. I was, uh, mm-hmm. I was tricked. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if there was sarcasm happening. No. I'm serious. You can never tell anymore, Noah. Where is your sincerity, Gene? <laughs> Who's Gene? He's Hold this one. guy that helps her be sincere. Oh. She has a no. sincerity, Gene. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> serious. So, Darren, uh, you just got back from Vegas. Yes, I did. Not just. I got back on Friday. And you went with your, your girlfriend. Yes, that's correct. And... Uh, Where'd you stay? The Luxor. Oh, that's a nice hotel. The hotel that's shaped like a pyramid. Was, um, what's that, mu- that magician's name? Oh, Chris Angel? Yeah, was he yeah. like floating above the, no. the light? <laughs> no. I thought he got stuck there. He's probably passed out in a hallway uh, on heroin or something. Yeah, did you like wake up to him in your bathroom or something? <laughs> yeah, sorry, surprise. Bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Trick that went wrong. No, there was a guy, actually a street magician that we passed by. And he's like trying to track people or whatever. So he goes. Uh, he made his job magically disappear. <laughs> he goes. He goes. This show's a lot like Chris Angel, only less gay. Or you know, he had a whole like what? a whole thing. I don't know. Is Chris Angel even like really a gay show? I don't know. It's not, and that's like, like it's homoerotic. Is he saying? No, 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 no. no. Just, I think he's saying. No, it's he wears eyeliner. It's just it's like, like a bro it's magic. Like, it's right? like goth. It, no, yeah. it's, it's bro like, magic. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> hey, hey, here's a football field. It's gone now. He's from Long Island, so it has to yeah. be, bro. It's, it's more like really David Blaine, I guess. I think it's more. yeah, I think it's very goth like yeah. like it's like, oh, now I'm going to make Chris this kind of gay. No, I meant like David Blaine is more like the bro magic and oh. Chris Angel is oh, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. wait, can you define bro magic? <laughs> yeah. Like he's like a, a dude, you know, he's like a dude and that does like tricks. He gets like electrocuted and stuff. Yeah, and Chris Angel is more like the, the, the No, David Blaine is very sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't he, know. He's he, a dated, guy. he dated Fiona Apple. Come on, she she wouldn't date a bro. Well, why not? <laughs> Maybe she's like a masochist. I understand. Yeah, self, self, uh, he's yeah. the masochist, isn't he? The one that like sits on ice cubes and has people electrocute him. And it's, shit? All, it's all fake, though. He's not really getting electrocuted. That sucks. It's a trick. Boy, I feel like he is really doing it. No, I feel if it was fake, then that would kill the whole. <laughs> Rob, you've got steel <laughs> in your teeth. It's very You're funny. suckered right in, Rob. You believe it's real? No, you're a mark. He gets he gets uh, Now he your does. seaweed moved to the other yeah. tooth. <laughs> My seaweed is a new character on the live cast. Yeah. It's taking over for Sean. Yeah. It's going to make more the It's already My the seaweed has already made more appearances on the show than Sean in 2013. It's true. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Rob just loves anything that has weed in it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Seaweed. Sal the jerk off seaweed is his new character. <laughs> <laughs> People in the chat are asking, where is Phil Anselmo? Phil Anselmo is calling way later in the show. So if you're here for Phil, it's going to be a while. We're actually well, extending be- the show for Phil, right? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a special episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he wants. He, he's waiting Bruce. for the football game to end before we can have him on football the football game will be over long before nine. Yeah. Way to give away the time, Sid. Now we're going to lose like half of our listeners. Yeah, people are already yeah. exiting the chat. We were supposed to <laughs> no, tease it. We supposed to tease it. Uh, it is not very good at the end of the football game. So, so yeah, if you want updates, I'll so give you. So Darren, updates. you went to Vegas with yes. your girlfriend this week, yes, just for a vacation. Yeah, my birthday vacation. Oh, okay. Um, I have and a little bone to pick with Rob. A bone. For a second. Oh, is this about his Vegas vacation? Mm-hmm. Okay. I noticed uh, that your girlfriend was posting pictures of your trip. Yes. And every time I would go 
and and look at the pic on Instagram, Rob had already liked it. <laughs> He's just trying to outdo you. Ro- yeah, Rob right. is it's trying to outdo me. So like, what's up with that? Rob? Just to bring it back, just to explain why Noah's pissed because a few weeks ago, Noah revealed that she instantly likes any photo that Darren's girlfriend yes. posts on Instagram. <laughs> well, it looks like you're getting off your game wow. there. Well, here's, Damn the, it. here's the thing: you wouldn't let Rob do you. So the best he can do is outdo you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the closest he can come. Thank you, Sid. Somebody understands. Uh, well, moral victor. I remember the, la- the one time previously that I went to Vegas. It was me, Sid, Frank, and you, Darren. Yes. I remember that we saw you for maybe a total of four hours. And the it was entire, only like four in the morning. Yeah, the enti- it was like when we were waking up, Darren yeah. would just be coming in from the casino yeah. and be like, I can't hang out, guys. I need it's to pass okay. out. I have all these fun plans now. Yeah, I'm like, happen. you guys go get food. I'm going to go sleep for a few hours. Yeah. Well, to be fair, did you really want to see me that? My girlfriend actually wants to see me. Oh. And you, you people don't. We love so. you, Darren. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd much rather see you than Frank. Are you kidding? Oh. Uh, fair enough. All right, thank you. That's well, nice you. So what I'm wondering is, what was it like going with your girlfriend? Obviously, you're not just going to ditch your girlfriend because no. she has no one to hang out with. No, were well, you getting, she were you getting to, the itch to play? Were you getting the itch? I played a lot. Okay. She she likes to. You know, is she she's your lady a, luck? Yeah, no, we didn't go, ever go together. But she like you know she likes she's a photographer so. She likes to walk around. Aren't you not allowed to take pictures in the casino? No, outside the casino. of the casino. She likes to walk around and you know do stuff and see what's around and take pictures of it. So, She's an like, explorer. She, so she did all that, and I went to play, and then we would meet up, you know, later and go eat and eat wow. and eat and eat. We basically ate everywhere in Vegas. But you didn't eat at the Bellage. No, because you know why? Because it was like about a nine mile long uh, uh, line that we couldn't get in. Clearly, what you had to do is. An hour before you were ready to meet up with her, you just tell her, hey, go wait for me online. Yeah. yeah. And then no. you play poker for another hour and you She's, meet her at the no. front of the line. She's more impatient. I know she me. listens. And I'm just saying, Jennifer, you're a bad girlfriend for not <laughs> waiting in line. Got off for nothing, though. I'm not exaggerating this. Uh, I think it would have been more than an hour that we had to wait. Oh, wow. It was that okay. long. It was like, an hour is my limit. Well, you know how. how for something as amazing is, as the Bellage. It is great. It's a great buffet, but, you know, I mean, for that long. For yeah, no, not worth more than an hour wait, definitely. It was. Did you hour, try to go during lunch? Sorry for interrupting. We tried, and we tried twice. And one time was at like 2, 2 p.m. Okay. Another time was at like. Uh, 9.30 or Oh yeah You don't want to go at night It's too overpriced at night It's not worth Like for $25 It's the best $25 buffet You will ever have In your life Well she had some comps From playing slots all day Oh yeah Interesting We're gonna try it But we never You know We never got the chance to So how did it go So like You would would wake up At the beginning of the day Yeah Have intercourse Watch watch Maury (laughs) You'd have The alarm was set So that Maury would come on Immediately as you As you are awoken Right Was intercourse before Or after Maury I'm not talking Talking during. about that on the, on the Do you ever intercourse during Maury? I'm not. I'm not answering this question. <laughs> they only Next. intercourse during See, the like, commercial I would breaks. think. I would think that they would do it before because usually Wait, Maury has the. Intercourse? Oh, okay. Just make it <laughs> because usually during Mori they have the paternity thing, so that'll totally be like a buzzkill. Uh, just like, oh, do, you, do you do you do uh, you sync the the climax with "You are not the father"? Sync it. Oh, oh, sync it. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah. what, yeah. 
But they should have seen our face when the when the Maury came on. We found Maury on TV. It's like, oh my god! Of course, was, that show's on in Vegas. It was. Yeah, it wasn't until the last day though, because the first two days, because there's no, we didn't look bother to look in the guide or anything like that. So Google that shit. When she f- when she found the the uh, the Maury, oh my god, the face lit up. Did she jump on the bed? Maury, oh my god, Maury's on. I'm it surprised there wasn't a Maury channel in Vegas. Yeah, just, really. like, yeah. just go outside. They should just do a live show. Yeah. They should just be like Carrot Top. And yeah. just do Everyone a live is show. the father. <laughs> just look around. Okay, so you wake up, you have sex, you watch Maury. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the episode of Maury? Oh, you have intercourse. You was, have the it was the same as every single episode of Maury. Well, I figure it's like the end of the year. It was a year. lie detector test. Oh, okay. Because you know how like at the end of the year, they always do like the where are they now? Uh-huh. And they have all those like vignettes of people. <laughs> In their it, homes, it was a lie. It was a the old lie detector episode. Okay. So Shiki guy, baby in the chat says Rob's mom wants to confront Rob about Jenny on the Maury show. Robert, <laughs> I want you to take lie detector test. Did you enter courses in Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. So it was a lie detector. It was all you know. The, what what freaks me out about Maury is they go. Uh, we asked you, did you have uh, sex outside your relationship with so-and-so? You said no. Lie detector determined that was a lie. You did more than 25 yeah, times. Yeah, how do they know that? How does a fucking machine know that? It like, does, it, do it, they we, ju- we were trying to figure it out. Like, did they just go, did you have sex two times? No. Did you have sex three times? Yeah, that's no. what I think And when they is. get to a yes, that, a true answer, that's when the numbers cut off. Yeah. yeah. That's so but stupid. But then if he though. says he didn't have sex outside the relationship at all, he would never say no to the first one. Well, he would say then. no to all of them, but yeah. they determined the number when he would stop lying. Right? <laughs> how do right. you keep track? But I, <laughs> Like when he gets to 26. Like he remembers exactly how many above 20. Right. It's retarded. I'm also, saying the whole thing is retarded. Also, a lie detector test has more of a chance to be like um, uh, inconclusive. When it's on more. Uh-huh. No, except when it's on Mori. When it's on Mori, there's always like a right or a wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that gets me about those the lie detector episodes, like or at least when it's a DNA test, you know, yeah. the woman says, oh, okay, you passed the DNA test. It's not going to be wrong. I mean, it's either his cum or it's not. But so His seed. Like, but when it's a lie detector test, they go, uh, oh, you know, you, you passed the lie detector test. You're telling the truth. She immediately jumps up and hugs him like... Like, that proved something. Yeah. Like, he's a yeah. good guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, he could have been lying and not get caught. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. could just be a psycho who can beat those <laughs> machines. Without that happening already. Let's talk radio. Power. Uh, so, Jacob from Georgia Online. We'll get him back in one second. All right. So, Jacob, what's your question? Um, I would like to speak to Phil and Salmo, please. Okay, well, you might have to wait a little longer. Phil and Salmo... Wait, I'm, okay, he can come like out of the green room just to answer a fan question. You're right, you're right. Oh, well, I'm a massive Pantera fan. Uh, you know, I've, I've always loved Phil, you know, watching his live performance with Pantera and with the vulgar display of power, you know, the vulgar videos from hell. I would like to ask who his, who is his favorite or his inspiration throughout metal music. My inspiration is Barry Manilow. There you have oh. Barry Manilow is his inspiration. Putting uh, and- aside, Jacob, uh, Phil actually isn't on the air yet. Uh, Phil's, yep. Phil's going to be calling in in about an hour and a half. If you want to, if you do want to actually ask him directly. All right, like one hour and thirty minutes. 
That is correct. Yeah, but can you please yes, continue sir. listening to the show? But that's no reason to stop yeah, listening to the livecast. We're very. Oh no, not at all. I'm still online right now, listening to you guys. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good. All right. Well, you guys are badass. I enjoy hearing you guys. Oh, thank you, Jacob. You're badass. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. We have another. All right. Well, so I'll call you guys back. back. Cool. All right. Uh, oh, we have a Brooklyn number. Is this Shlomo? Yeah. Hello, Shlomo. All right, what's up, Shlomo? How are you doing? Hi, hi, guys. How, are you, how? It's been a while. What are you up to, Shlomo? Um, well, it's winter semester in college. Oh, you're, you're in, in college. college. What college do you go to? Kingsborough. Kingsborough. Cuba? No, Kingsborough. 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 Oh, Kingsborough. That sounds like Cuba. So how's college? How's college? Okay. Uh, well, um, well, because uh, kind of messed messed up with the uh, with the ACT in Kingsborough, I um I, I I had to take um English 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 like um English first first class you know, to write essays. So um, since I think I I passed the test the re- the retest or the English test, so um, uh-huh. I, I, I I I should be able to change. Degrees to computer science. Oh, oh. computer well, we science. Know, we know he can write. No, well, there wasn't any oral. Just no sense. Well, just to or, or, or no oh, sense to some of our newer listeners. Lobo, you are an Orthodox Jew. Who, and how old are you now? Are you nineteen? Yes. Who is you? Are deaf in one ear? Yes. And you may or may not have Aspergers. I do have Aspergers. You do have it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, then now we know. So, Slomo, uh, any are there any pretty pretty goyles? Yeah. What's uh? Of what's course. Up, what's up with your pretty? No. Nope. Have you met any girls in, in Kingsburg? Nope. He's focusing. No, on no, 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 no. I have. I have. I have pretty girls. Oh. I have pretty girls. You have? I have. Bang girls? No. What have you done? No, 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 no. Wait. What have you done? Have you kissed a girl? That's no. related to you? No? No, 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 no. Like, no, his no, no, mom no, no, no. doesn't count. Oh, well, his mom is a girl. So have a you woman. intercoursed is what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I think so. Are you are you saving yourself for marriage, Shlomo? Yes. I think so. Oh, what a stand-up guy. Now, if everything goes your way, Shlomo, when do you see yourself getting married? Um, once I'm stable. Stable, when you're stable, like no, emotionally? He wants to marry Sable. Oh, no, no. <laughs> He's never going to marry Sable. 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 What's stable for you? Like when you have a job? Yeah, job, and and um, and and I could, and and I could, and I could, and I could um, 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 well, organize everything I need for a, a family, family life, you know. What's oh, everything you need for family life? Wait, Shlomo, so like, are you going to get married and have children right away? You don't want to live your life a little? Um, I, 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 I'm I I'm taking it as soon as possible. Really have a hard time understanding you. I'll try to get married as soon as possible. As soon as, okay. it's, it's not a race, Shlomo. It's Whenever, not a race. There's a girl that will say yes. Yeah. So, like, what what would be the perfect Mrs. Troina? Who who would you want to make? <laughs> Maybe Troina. we can find her for you. Yeah, we like, what, find her. What, what, what do you look for in a woman? Um, first of all, ski baby, I am not a 
far right religious conservative anymore. What? You're going to have to repeat that. I, I am not a conservative anymore. Oh, you're oh. not a conservative anymore. Oh, good job. Good. Oh, what my ha- God. What wait, 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 wait. Let's not get excited. It might be oh. something worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are mind, you? what are you now? Oh, yeah, um, well, um, well, as, 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 as I see myself in terms of, in, in terms of, in terms of, I don't know, political politics, I, 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 um, I, I kind of like, um, libertarian. Libertarian. Uh, so you are still conservative. conservative. It yeah. is kind of the same. No, 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 I'm not. 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 i am not i am not i <laughs> okay, well, he's... <laughs> I feel like they're, they're a Republican, a, a Libertarian is a Republican that smokes weed. Hmm. They want to legalize drugs. Of course, um, of, uh, of course, in terms of, in terms of my recent, of recent, um, in, in terms of my recent, um, into sociology, sociology, and philosophy and other stuff, I think I, I'm a little, bit, a little bit more open-minded than that. And truly interrelating with gender politics is kind of... Uh, Six. of uh, reason of my white privilege. By the way, <laughs> I, I like this. As, as Shlomo is maturing, so, yeah. is, so is this politics. Shlomo, it's not has black been growing, Shlomo has been growing up before our eyes. This is what community college will do to people. Well, it's definitely not black. Shlomo, uh... What uh, what is your ideal woman? You you didn't answer that question. What do you look for in a woman? I don't know. Well, Persian Stu said that Noah is the perfect woman for Shlomo Choina. I don't think so. No, would you ever become a Mrs. Noah Choina? No. It has a nice ring to it. No, thank you. It has a nice ring to it. Leo. Leo. Noah Choina. Choina, Choina. Shlomo, can you sing the Shlomo Choina song but with Noah's name in it? Nine. Oh, nine. Oh, he's talking German now. Wow. Dude, so cultured. So cultured. <laughs> nine. nine. Um, so Shlomo, are you a? Uh, if we had to, if we had to fill out your J date profile, <laughs> you might have one already. <laughs> Do you have one? Nope. Nope. Oh. Do you want one? No. Nine. How about LinkedIn? <laughs> I think of LinkedIn. Uh huh. Wimit. Seconding already. I have one. With your with your relationship name, if you and Shlomo were going out, you would be Shnoa. 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 Kimye. So Shlomo, are you a, uh, a Phil and Selmo fan? Or are you excited that Phil recalling Oh, um, one, uh, one, 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 one of my women is that. Um, it was a different IOC ch- I- chat by a new net, which is real the, the IOC of Reddit. Um, oh, um, I- um, is um, one person asked why, why, why did you, why did, why, why did Pantera abandon over eighties Pantera stuff, even the good stuff? I mean, I mean, shattered could have been shattered. Could have been done before Cowboys from Hell and and well 
okay. kind of throughout all the stuff. You should definitely I, ask him that. I think you definitely need <laughs> to call in and ask Phil Anselmo why they abandoned their 80s style. I can't wait yeah. to hear what Phil Anselmo so, says in response see, we, to the Yeah. That was the question, because oh, they were like a glam rock. That was amazing. That wow. Your hand is really warm and wet. What the fuck I, are you I'm doing? I'm my been sitting on it. Probably <laughs> sweat. <laughs> During the show. No, you're giving away production secrets. I don't appreciate info. that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Shlomo, definitely call in and ask Phil that. That's a great question. Yeah. People love Shlomo, which I agree because yeah. they're both, uh, you know, about the white race, I feel. Shiggy says, I, I, I can talk slower, slower in the end. But that's not as entertaining. No. Don't do that. You should just be yourself. Yeah. yeah. Don't change for anybody, Shlomo. Yeah. You're like the vocal version of Shrek. K, K, K. K, 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 oh, K. You're not saying that. See? K, 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 K. for that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Shlomo. Shlomo, call back. Please call back in later. Okay. I had that other Shlomo, the one that the Jumpman hat did, and I can't find it. So that was what I wanted to play. Uh, once again, the number to call six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Phil Anselmo and Bruce Corbin of Warby's calling in a bit later in the show. They're going to be talking about their split EP, which comes out this Tuesday. And let's see what else is on. I the- found it, by the way, in case you want to hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, this is the full song. Well, we can play this later. All right. You can play it during the music. Part. Yeah. Uh, another thing we wanted to mention is uh, Noah's about to hit the big 3 0. Mm-hmm. Noah's about to be a, an really? old woman. I'm not like about to be. I have a couple like four of months. months away. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, relatively speaking, that's about to 3.0 in relation to the rest of your life. I know. I'm I like. So I gotta. I gotta. Because your sister's here, and you said that she's about to turn thirty, and she like jumped up and cheered. I don't know if like you're happy she has a birthday or like you're happy she's old. Which is it? <laughs> both. Both. Uh, so no, you had some ideas that you you wanted to brainstorm with us on well, what to do for your thirtieth. I just wanted to do something really obnoxious, which was do a Sweet 16 theme mm-hmm. and rent a, a catering hall and, like, have a DJ and, like, Really, don't, no, don't sell yourself short. Anything you do would have been really obnoxious. <laughs> Show up. I have faith. Oh, and she wants to wear, like, a sash and tiara, and everybody has to wear, like, really yeah. cheesy, um, you know, gowns and guys. Would know. it be like uh, sort of '90s theme hairstyles as well? Would you should you? have a. Yeah, you I don't know a, what the theme would be yet. Like Keen shoulders. Fan, yeah. so I have fan, to yeah. watch more sweet. Six- yeah, maybe I'll have a keen fun. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have both flower and. Yeah, a bat mitzvah. Yeah, have a bat mitzvah. Ooh, a bat mitzvah. Have a rabbi. I'm Shlomo. Shlomo can or can be the. Yeah, Shlomo, and then Noah could go up on the stage and like whatever you guys do. Mutter those words over the, the Bible. Wow. No, That's can, not condescending at all. I can kiss the Torah. Yeah. Dyslexic yeah. Pekka would just say you should have a 30 yeah. Yeah. 30. Oh, 30. I, I like the way you say that, Darren. I'll stop. <laughs> say it again. There's about to be some intercourse. Like quinceañera. No, the, the 30. Oh, 30 añera. <laughs> Dude, why is that so funny? I want to get her like a Barbie it. cake. You know, with the Barbie sticks up in the middle. And oh. The dress, but, you know, whatever. Oh, the dress is the cake? Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Yeah, the dress is the cake. 
That's a thing? Mm. Yeah, when we were little, it was, like, cool. It's like, ooh, And then you Barbie eat Barbie's cake. gown. Mm-hmm. So, are, right are, are all of us expected to contribute to this theme, or can we just be normal? No, if no, you come to the party, you have to be a part That's of it. That's why I said I'm going to be sick that weekend. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because Sid doesn't know how to have fun. Well, what am I supposed it's to just, do, then? Have your fun party. Well, what's my fun party, then? Whatever you want it to be. Well, what are Don't you going to come to? Uh, why does that matter? It matters to me. <laughs> we, I could Skype. Can we do the show live for if we have laptop. to? If we have to do this, can we at least do the show live from your <laughs> from your quinceanera? Sure. Okay. Make sure it's on a Sunday. <laughs> do it we are the... live at Noah's quinceanera. <laughs> Welcome to the Metal Injection <laughs> Live be a pinata. Maybe like yeah, a, a pinata and like a donkey <laughs> that people can go on donkey rides <gasps> and a pickup truck to take day workers. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's we should all come in on the back you of a pickup racist. truck. Yes, I'm the racist one. We should all um, be picked up at a Home Depot. That's yeah. where the meeting spot is, yeah. and then the truck comes to get us, and yeah. then we go. Mm. A white one location. with no taillights. <laughs> that's too far. You <laughs> cross the line. You yeah. integrate someone's taillights. You, you cross the border with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well if you cross the boat the the border like. <laughs> It'll be a room where everyone does drugs and stuff. <laughs> I'll be crossing the border. Mm. But that's – don't you want your whole party to be that uh... – Well, I understand. Like, I have some friends who don't take drugs. Uh-huh. They're not really my what friends. What side do? is the dirty oh, side? <laughs> See, that's why I'm not coming because you don't think I'm really your friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that that is something that I was considering and since – Sid wants nothing to do with it. I'm not going to have that kind of oh, party. Oh, stop it. Wait, well, Sid's not going to go to your party no matter what it is. So yeah, that's not a, What kind of party would Sid attend? Well, I went to Darren's thing last week because it was just, hey, let's go eat some barbecue food before the party. That's not a party. That's, that's a meal. Like. Basically, if it's already on my way. That's a much, as much of a party it. as I like, to eat yeah. and be with people I like. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. That was my party, too. Sid didn't come to my party. When was it? Why didn't I come? It was in September because you were there. <laughs> no, we had seafood. I think oh, I was in yeah. Portland. Wasn't I in Portland? Oh, it was. It might have been during Labor Day weekend. You could have changed your flight, come back, yes, and, and gone back. My wife's friend's wedding date. Sid so did. Yes. No, Sid did change it. He had his friend's wedding <laughs> yeah, move to that day. <laughs> yeah, I was in Portland. I was in Portland. It's like, please, you got to do me this favor. I'll call you big time. Okay, uh, fair enough. So, sweet sixteen for Noah's party. Oh, uh, Hale the Rabba has a really great suggestion. He says Noah should have a hand cake. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, but like then that. the cake she wouldn't will, want to eat it. What would be the hairy knuckles on that cake? What would it be? No, do you like hairy knuckles or do you? Yeah. Do you like what sauce? What, what kind of question is that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe she likes some I nice like manicured. Knuckles. No. No. You misunderstand the whole Noah hand thing. You don't get it, Rob. <laughs> she wants foul, abusive hands. Can't be friends with man. you anymore. Trust hands that can manicured, use. really? Me? <laughs> you, know, you want dirt under those? She nails? wants hands that Ugh. can soil her. You want you want you want dirt <laughs> under those nails? Do you know where those nails are going to be going? Where in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> to your mouth? We're talking My about mouth. a cake. Uh, oh, but the cake has to resemble the kind of hands that she likes. Yeah. yeah. So there has to be yes, some I kind. Want, of, chocolate want, can be grime. Hair on the top of the hand and on the knuckle. Uh huh. It's got to be a little bit veiny. Mm, so the veins can be blue icing. Mm. Like no, no, not, not blue, mm. just like uh, protruding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> her cake and her turnouts at the same time. Yeah. I was like, are you oh, describing yeah, a real man hand or for a cake? Cake. By the way, Sickening says Rob's pubes can be the hair on the cake. I think that oh. it's not supposed to be hair being yeah, hair. It could just be licorice. It's supposed to be edible. No, yeah. I don't like licorice. Well, I like oh. chocolate, like fudge. Ooh, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> And I want it to be an ice cream cake. Uh-huh. Um, what kind of ice cream? Well, it's got to have that crunchy stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like the the football cake or, or the what? What are the Carvel cakes? Yeah, the, they the have, crunchy they, It's stuff. not only the football cake. The football cake has the crunchies all on the outside. Oh, the whale. Fudgy whale. whale. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, would, have you ever had a peen cake? No. No, never had once, one of those. Monica, have I you ever baked one. a penis cake? Actually, I have. Huh. <laughs> for a bachelorette party. How'd you I, do it? Um, with, with I, a mold? Yeah, I went to the store and got a penis cake. Now, when you say the store, <laughs> <laughs> do you just go drive up to your local Walgreens and like, hey, can I get the penis cake mold? Penis mold. No, I went to one of those like what, All of the, uncut. the sex stores. Oh, okay. Do they have like different sizes and shapes of penises that you can... Yeah, no, no, no not penis cake pans. She went to the oh. erotic cake store and asked <laughs> if they had a... So it's just like one size of peen that they sell? Yeah, well, cause it has to be enough. It has to be big enough to hit. Um, okay, what, all the cake batter. Uncut. uncut. No, cut, cut, cut. cut. Chocolate yeah, or vanilla really cake. Chocolate or vanilla cake. Oh, I made a chocolate cake. Mm. <laughs> I think it, no, but I put white frosting on it, and then I even oh. put sprinkles where on the ball. Where did you put the white yeah, frosting? Where, well, that's the question everyone's wondering. Oh well, Dribbling. after I took it out of the pan, I frosted it, and then I put a couple drops mm. of the white frosting, like. Coming off at the end of it. You know, I tried to make it lifelike. When you rubbed it, did it turn into a bigger cake? <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. Did it have balls attached? Yeah, it's balls and a penis. <laughs> what kind of, what was the, oh, it was all the same cake, I guess, right? Yeah, it was all the, I couldn't get that creative, but I did put some <laughs> sprinkles, on, like chocolate sprinkles on the balls. So <laughs> they were hairy balls. <laughs> but clearly trimmed. Trimmed hairy balls. Trimmed, right. Not, not like a huge bush or anything. <laughs> Persian Stu <laughs> says Rob wants a tuna can dick as a birthday cake. Is that true? Ugh. No, he wants it as a birthday gift. <laughs> no, I don't. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and Iron Sheik just said, the Monica love the dark chocolate. Is that true? <laughs> Are you asking me that? Yeah, well, I've never, I've never wow. had a dark chocolate no. penis okay. except for a cake. Fair enough. <laughs> the night is young. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but the store was really cool. Like the bachelorette section, you could even got, um, get pasta in the shape of penises or boobs. I didn't buy that though. Boobs pasta? Mm-hmm. Penis pasta? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Would you eat penis pasta? That would pasta? have to be with Alfredo sauce, right? Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> If someone made a really delicious penis pasta for you, would you eat it or would you feel uncomfortable? No. How would I know it was delicious <laughs> if I didn't already eat it? Okay, well, the sauce that they used was your favorite kind of sauce. I don't care. It's food, yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not I didn't really sucking a dick. It's food. So he would be okay am with Am I putting doing it on funny. the 5 o'clock news or am I just doing it in somebody's <laughs> kitchen? Like, <laughs> what's penis cake? Yeah. What if it's the 6 o'clock news? Penny Crone sitting next to me <laughs> like a microphone? What are the ramifications of Sid eating penis at dinner? What about if it's the news at noon? Is that okay? No, or the 11 o'clock. The evening news. That's fine. Uh, if it's good, I'll eat it. I like pasta. Tom Brokaw is going to co- yeah. cover your fucking <laughs> penis pasta penis meal. Honey Chung. <laughs> she probably wants some. Today <laughs> <laughs> on NBC News, Sid 
eats penis. <laughs> Pasta. Pasta. <laughs> Stay tuned as we will give you details as they're wrong. It's followed by a Noah eating a vagina cupcake. <laughs> Taco Grinder says, I had hoped it was penis manicotti. That'd be really interesting to Delectable. eat. Delectable. Nice and creamy inside. <clears throat> oh, my God. What about a penis lollipop? Who cares? Oh, um, I have a funny story. <laughs> well, when I was a freshman in college, I participated in the vagina monologues, and we made um, chocolate pussy pops. <laughs> so we took molds of pussies and filled them with chocolate, and then we sold them and used it was like our fundraiser. Again, I wonder where are these molds coming from? Yeah. What is the deal with these molds? Where do you get them? Do you just show up to a store and there's movie molds? I think vagina mold is treated with a penicillin, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> from cotton panties, I guess. That was so great to say. Thank you. What was your vagina monologue? <laughs> do you remember it? Um, I don't remember. It was part of the intro. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember the gist of it? Was it like from the play or you made your own up? No, it was from the actual book. All right. I'm sorry, I don't remember. It wasn't a gross one, though. It was easy, just about keeping her happy or something. Mm. A gross one. Yeah. Didn't mention vaginas or anything. Well, Uh, some of them are gross. (laughs) I don't know. It's about pussy. They're empowering. Rob, which is your favorite vagina monologue? Uh, I'm more of a fan of the marijuana log, which is the Doug Benson parody. Uh, play. Quit pretending. I, just, I, I'm sure. asking you a serious question. Give me a hard <laughs> I never, I've never seen or heard the vagina monologue. It's on your bookshelf right now. It's a book? Is, did she, she yeah, say something about it? It's a book it? full of monologues. I thought it was just like a performance piece for, for feminazis. <laughs> what? Someone's got issues. I think I might have it at my house. I tried to put it on Amazon, so I don't We I should don't do reading. Yeah, bring it to Rob. Okay. He needs to... Get in touch with his vagina side. <laughs> and also bring him a vagina pop. Yes. No, oh, I would like a chocolate vagina pop. That I would well, devour. bring him a vagina pop and a penis pop and put him on each end of the table and, and we'll see which one he Because <laughs> we know Rob's lazy enough that he can only get one. Just whichever is yeah. closest. Whichever is closest. <laughs> closest, really, yeah. Thank you. More convenient. Cut out. <laughs> Thank you, soundboard man. <laughs> balls. No! I'll, I'll have some chocolate balls. I have chocolate balls in my refrigerator. I know. <laughs> That's right. I know. Mm-hmm. I know about. It. I know all about those chocolate balls in your refrigerator. You can have. Like, oh, you don't have to ask. Just help yourself to as many balls as you'd like. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that during the music break. Mm-hmm. Which we should take right now. Oh, what transition? Chocolate balls. Mm-hmm. What? All right. Let's go to the music break. Uh, Phil Anselmo going to be calling him later, as well as Bruce Corbett from War Beast. Both of them will be on the line promoting their new split EP coming out this Tuesday. Uh, ooh. <laughs> they will, they, they might act like a popsicle, totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to during the break. <laughs> Let's start with a little King Diamond.
This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. You're listening to the podcast that could solve the Middle East crisis, cure cancer, and get healthcare for every American. If they weren't so busy making penis and fart jokes, it's the Metal Injection Livecast.
This is your announcer Chuck Blandington. You're listening to the program that found Levy Klitsky's body in a dumpster, but moved it to the side to pick up a bag of deposit bottles. It's the Metal Injection Livecast.
9 out of 10 baby rapists agree. The Metal Injection live cast is pretty funny. Keep listening.
Mamas, lock up your big booty bitches, because Darren will put a baby in every last one of them. But first, the Metal Injection live cast. That's not right, Bland. Uh, Darren, Darren is tied down. Now he wouldn't do that anymore. Very much so. He would not intercourse any of them. Darren's turned into like a, a totally different guy now that he has a as a girlfriend. Like How's there's, so? there's no, I it's topics on, like don't play this one, don't play it. Yeah, don't, he, it it's lame he doesn't hit on black chicks anymore. I, I don't know. What the I hell, don't. No, I love this Darren. He's romantic. <laughs> you didn't love me before. That's no, what, that's I did. What I'm I did love you before, and uh-huh. um, I just like. Um, I had a small get together and Darren and his girlfriend were a part of it and I was very happy about that because it's always like a rare occasion when Darren comes out so I felt really special mm-hmm. and I just like I thought it was so cute because they were sitting together and they were being very affectionate and she was massaging him and mm-hmm. taking care of him and he was just like sitting there. They are there. quite affectionate. I'm in love. Oh my God. You were sitting there smiling and like I could see hearts just like floating around your head. I am. That's why I'm a little like I don't want to be uh, the dick that goes oh, I don't play that but like I feel uncomfortable because she's listening to it. It's like oh Darren wants to put a baby in black bitches. Yeah. Like, I know it's just a joke but We've she doesn't want to hear that you know. We've, you know, just like Shlomo has blossomed into a fine young man, we yeah, have Yeah, Shlomo two. will now be the one putting babies in black bitches. Okay, yeah. so let's make that promo. Yeah. I will delete that promo the for Shlomo the, promo? the Right now, d- delete that one. Of it's course. Gone. Look, hold on. I'm emptying the trash. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, it couldn't delete that one because it's still <laughs> in use. Rob, can you move your microphone away from no, that red whatever. wire so we don't have that problem? There we go. Okay. Okay. Dead air. Are we still recording? Yes. You sure? I I have the levels visible now, so it could be seen. 646-929-1357. Phil Anselmo and Bruce Corbett of of, uh, Warbeast will be calling in momentarily. 
and uh, well, not momentarily, in about an hour. <laughs> to be to be honest, a little less than an hour, forty five minutes. They're going to be on the air. Another thing I wanted to well, one thing I want to talk about. I didn't really bring up much. Is Kenny G's son? Kenny okay. G has a son. That's it. All right, let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> no, no. Oh, he's no, he, a shred-tastic video. He's a he's a metalhead. Shred-tastic, and he's, Mr. He's Bombastic. A, he's what? a very good guitar player. Apparently, Chris Broderick was his guitar teacher, and Chris Broderick is an excellent and very well-trained guitar player as well. Uh, his name? His name? What's his name? Ali G. You're saying when you're rich, you can afford to have a good guitar teacher? Wow. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Bless you, Rob. Bless you again, Ron. All right. This is. I just love. I just love so, hearing him talk. I've been meaning to make this video for a long time. I'm like Christian Slater. I didn't get around to doing it before. Don't know really why. If Christian Slater but was on Glee, he couldn't afford a better and, like uh, camera. Got a lot of requests He's to do it after the Infinite Regression intro video I posted. Let's put all his I feel like he would be Sid's best friend because he's just a, a total guitar nerd. So, I'm gonna start off and play that intro. He'd be my best friend. Yeah, intro. I'm. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, you would I'll hate explain him. Explain the technique from there. I'd hate him because he's rich because his dad is Kenny G. Uh, well, it's not his fault his dad is Kenny G. That's Whatever, true. he could disown his dad. He should emancipate himself from yeah. parents to please you. Or that was autoplayed. The, the proper way to treat your dad if your dad is Kenny G is to not do anything with your life and just suck up all of his money. Just yeah, leech him sure. until he has nothing left. Why don't you That's give him a call? Take some of his number. money off. Next week he'll call into the show. Next week we're gonna have Mike G in the studio. I was gonna say, why isn't his last name G? Well, his his last name it's It's just like Gerlich, yeah, like whatever. So he uses G. No, he doesn't. Max, it's Max Gorlick. Was he embarrassed to be the son of Kenny G? Well, he doesn't want to. He wants to make his own way. You know, he's not. Yeah, he doesn't want to use his father's name. He doesn't want to use his father's initial. He doesn't want to use his father's (laughs) name. But how do you know that that's who his father is? It's because Rob saw him at an Opeth show. Yeah, like I when I was in L.A. Otherwise, no one would know that that's who his father was. Sid, let's try to break this down for a second. Well, actually, who would claim to be Kenny G's son if it wasn't true? And also, why would you even if it was true? No. Funny enough, funny enough, Dave Mustaine tweeted this video of him shredding. Oh, that's right. He's like, you want to see Kenny G's son shred? Well, Mustaine and Kenny G go to the same stylist. (laughs) Clearly. For the the Palos. Yeah. (laughs) Next week, I'm going to bring out the nephew of Barry Manilow. That's what, like the third fucking Barry Manilow reference? (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's on my brain right now. We have to play Barry Manilow at the end of the show. Is he a sponsor? Is that what's going on? Uh, Barry Manilow has a new album coming out, and uh, this week's edition of the Live Gas brought to you by Barry Manilow. It's called Still Jewish after all these years. (laughs) We'll be giving away tickets next next week. Barry Manilow and Eve Six tickets next week. I'll tell you how how much poker I have on the brain. Someone wrote uh, Gigi Allen in the chat, and I read it as Gigi All In. Nice. <laughs> Darren, how many hours of your week do you dedicate to playing poker? Uh, maybe like 35, 40. So it's your full-time job. Yeah, but I, you know, the thing is when I'm at home playing online, you know, I'm doing other shit too, so it's not like, like usually messaging me as we bitch about wrestling. Yeah, that's one of the things I do. <laughs> but but it's know. a multitasking thing. Ta- you only really have to be alert for like two 10 seconds out of every minute, right? Have you ever jerked off that, to internet porn during a poker match? Oh, no. good, great question. No, no. Now, if your girlfriend wasn't listening, would your answer be different? No. 
I would tell. I would. Dude, have I you, haven't since I've been with her, but you know, have like, you ever I, would, received, I would tell you that. Have you ever received hand manipulation from your girlfriend while playing poker? <laughs> no, I've never played online poker in the room with her. Wow, yeah. that's the ultimate testament to the wow. love. Wow, Darren is truly <laughs> alone. Poker down with I have whenever he's with her. Time for that, and you know, we have our alone time. Now that's here. interesting. Now I remember previously when we've talked about masturbation, Darren, you made it a point to say that masturbation is different than having sex with a significant other, yes. and that you would still do it while in relationships, yet yet uh, now you're not doing it. No, no, no. Said. I said I didn't jerk off during a during a poker session. Oh, okay. Rob's implying that you're always playing poker. Therefore, if you haven't <laughs> masturbated during poker... No, no, I'm saying... I thought you said that you haven't masturbated no. since being in your relationship. No. no. He just doesn't have the need I to I do misunderstood. it as much, right? right. Uh, no, I don't. I never did it a lot anyway. He would oh, only do it right. weekly. He would do it once weekly. That's right. Is that still the schedule? No, more or less. Are you uncomfortable? About do you do it because you're I used think to he having? Is yeah, about do you do it because you're little. you're used to having a schedule and it's a part of your OCD thing? Or no, it's just that kind of I have you know like there's certain times when you need to masturbate, and I would do it. I, that's the amount I would do it without burning myself out on it, but a minimum that I needed to. Have you ever done it in front of your girlfriend? I'm not talking about Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> not because of me. I'm more I just like want to say, no. I just want to say your relationship is really affecting the show, okay, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. not that. Yeah, I don't, talk, I don't say anything outrageous <laughs> you, at all. Have you ever intercoursed her so hard that she fell asleep and then you snuck in a poker game while she was sleeping? <laughs> No, I, no. Post intercoursing no. uh, poker. No. P.I.P. Uh, grab the laptop from the side of the bed. <laughs> quietly log just, in. Just like I just see Darren like looking around, making yeah. sure no one. Yeah. There's like Pink Panther music playing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I wouldn't fuck Yokozuna. Either. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, that, that was definitely on the mind. But would you intercourse him? <laughs> yeah, so I would fuck Yokozuna. <laughs> I would intercourse Yokozuna, but not. I would make love to Yokozuna. Yeah, you have proper respect for the the champion. I respect the Yokozuna. <laughs> I notice that I do the finger in the air like the Sheik when I when I talk, even though it's a radio no, it's show. I just. I am always like I always hear you saying stuff like if I if things are happening in my life or like Rob quotes like every time I I want to say to myself I'm over it I always say it like Rob. Over it. I'm over it. Oh, you say that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it depends on the situation. I'm over it. But I'm always hearing quotes from the show in my head. Yeah. It's terrible. What's wrong with that? Noah's penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. <laughs> speaking penis. speaking of she quotes, though, how do I, should we talk about what yes. I just said? Yeah, yeah. Just about Sean on Facebook, who he's not here, but he's got time to go on Facebook, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, posted about a friend of his named Daniel dying, so I commented why they kill Daniel. <laughs> Is that does that make me a terrible person? I'm yeah, just, but no. it's funny. Okay, it's funny. If you're friends with Sean on Facebook, go and like Sid's comment. Yes, I want some support, support for Sid. my cold-hearted jokery. <laughs> Rob liked it for a second, but then he unliked it. <laughs> Didn't have the it's nerve. True. What What's funny, that? though, is that this thing has three likes now, yeah. his status. I guess these people didn't like Daniel that much, whoever that Daniel that's, a, that's why it shouldn't be called likes, you know? I mean, yeah. it's like you're liking that someone died. Why, why do people, support, you, why why do people you use like Facebook as an obituary? Like why, do you, like, why did Sean have to do that? 
I feel like he's trying to like get attention from his friend's death. You think well, so? Maybe uh, make people aware of this guy who died who was his friend. But that's all is Facebook that... is, is people getting attention for sure. Yeah, like what yeah, how, What should you write about? <laughs> like isn't just writing a status? I don't know if you read a news article or something. Mm-hmm. Well, he did link to like an article about this guy being dead. So he's like saying, I have a famous friend and a dead friend and a dead famous friend. I yeah. win. <laughs> I win Facebook. Nah. He's name dropping. Yeah. Let's see Noah's status updates. Uh-oh. I don't think I've updated in a while. The last thing I posted was Barge to Hell. It's just you, you pictures yes. of Monica on your Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, wow. No, Monica's really, alive. Yeah. You don't really post status updates. No, I'm kind of over Facebook. Oh. You're all Instagram. You're photos only. Yeah. I just like Instagram. Like, I, I don't want to have to read anything. I just want to scroll through pictures. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. What's the last? That is the last thing you posted. Jeez, that's yeah. disappointing. Let's check her Twitter. Oh my god! It's a lot of retweets of Jose. All right. Yeah. And like I talking about Jose. what people at work gave her for lunch or something. <laughs> well, no, is more prone to tweet at work, right? Because that's when you're Shouldn't by you the be computer more prone most. To work at work? No, I don't really tweet at work. Uh, I don't know. It's just random. Like when lots I of replies. Like lots of replies. Here. Yeah, I usually read people's feeds or I retweet stuff. One of our listeners, uh, hold on, let me read this. One of our live cast listeners uh, said, kind of shocked by the decent Kirk- Kirkland beer mixed case from Costco. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really interesting that Kirkland makes beer too, because I just know them for their shitty toilet paper. So <laughs> I asked him. company? Yeah. Okay. That's just that's just Costco's brand. And they make oh, batteries too. I know that. I've never been to Costco. You're missing out, man. You're I missing out. I mean, actually, I was no, I was in the store. I know I went in there to sign up because everyone like raves about it. And I said, "Well, let's take one pa- pass through the store Smart move. and see what they have." And it was just like the only things I'd buy there would be toilet paper and like paper towels and shit like that. And it's like a whole trip. You yeah, wouldn't buy seven good. gallons of Cheerios for like three ninety nine. No, for the, I don't really eat cereal at all. But what about a giant tub of mayonnaise? There's no need for that. Gi- or or a case of mayonnaise, a case of eight. I don't even eat mayonnaise. <laughs> of eight giant tubs <laughs> of mayonnaise. But think of all the possibilities, Darren. Yeah, what are they? Go ahead. <laughs> it's really just for people who want to buy in bulk. That's really all. All the, the yeah, whole thing. It's of, like Orthodox Jewish families that have eighteen children. Yeah, or people that sell yeah. soda and water at their local uh, DIY a punk shows. Of <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. <pallet> of matzah. <laughs> yeah. Shiki baby says three D prefers BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Know. BJ's is a different. I mean, if you had the there. option, you'd always go for the BJ's. They do have great cinnamon rolls at Costco. That's that's what I would go for. The mm. cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Good, they get a good case of cinnamon rolls. They give you some cinnamon rolls too, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but yes. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting. I don't know what you meant by that. <laughs> it's like his, anything with cinnamon. Fat rolls and they taste like cinnamon. <laughs> they sprinkle cinnamon on your fat rolls the moment you walk in. I thought you were going to say it's like a euphemism for the clap or something. I got a case it's of like, cinnamon rolls. It's, it's, like, it's like car wash, but cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon yeah, I, I like wash. the image of Rob walking into Costco, someone removing his shirt and just powdering him with cinnamon. <laughs> and then he just sent him on his way. It's like in Super Troopers when they cover Farva in the powdered sugar. Except it's Rob and it's cinnamon. Ah, I, I, I could go with that. So maybe try to yeah. sell him if after it's, that. It's cinnamon and sugar together. If it's just cinnamon, that's gross. What I mean, is- if, if I had a choice, I'd always prefer my Rob a cinnamon. Oh my God. 
What is that joke where like you um, you take cinnamon with a? Well, it's a practical joke where you have to put put cinnamon in your mouth. Like you yeah. you, you take a spoonful of cinnamon. You like, people, like do this on oh, like, yeah, YouTube. Oh yeah, cinnamon or challenge. Yeah, you're supposed to eat the cinnamon and like hold it in your mouth for sixty seconds. Yeah, people just like cough it out in a cloud of barf. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. That's gr- uh, it tastes like cinnamon. Next time Sean comes on the show, can we make him do it? Sure. And you, you want him coughing cinnamon all over your apartment and our console and stuff? <laughs> I guess he sits facing Rob. Maybe so we can put a bag know. over his head, so then that way he just coughs it back. You're hoping he'll die. Just tighten the bag. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Uh, Shiki baby said that uh, I lost it. Hold on. What did he say? Oh, that Sean can't be here because he's sitting shiva for Daniel. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the true reason. Okay. We need some backstory on this Daniel. Yeah. And why they kill him. Well, who is he? You said he's famous. Was he a seven-year-old I, baby? I didn't want to... I, yeah, at some point, we all were. <laughs> I didn't want to read the article. Well, unless the six-year-olds that were run over by cars, they were never seven-year-old babies. Well, the corpses age. Mm. So a year after um, the six-year-old dies, it's a seven-year-old. Bill Nido says, if you invite me to the show, I'll do it. It's not Bill Nido. It's Bill Nido. I don't understand what... what? I don't get There's the like a meme uh, of Bill Nye saying, like, like ghetto shit. Oh, okay. oh, really? Sorry. But like science mixed with, you know, being ghetto, I guess. Uh-huh. I'm not up with the internet memes these days. <laughs> Rob's looking it up. What Bill Nye T H O Bill Nye though on Twitter. Oh well, he spelled it D O E. I know, but so I thought he meant like a female deer. Department <laughs> of Education. Oh, that would make the most yeah. sense for Bill Nye, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Bill Nye works for the Department of Education now. Good for you, Bill Nye. <laughs> Giving back to the community. Yay! Yeah. You know, peanuts and stars is not so different. Whenever you see one of them, they'd be like fifty fucktillion more of them nearby. Fucktillion, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. What? Wait, is it like clips of Bill Nye actually doing it, or are there people? No, it's just like a parody account. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, also, there's there's a retweet of H- Helen Keller, and the retweet is becoming a bus driver YOLO. <laughs> now this this brings up a good topic YOLO, which stands for you only live once. Mm-hmm. I guess it was in a Drake song, but it's been around before that. Yeah, okay, but I feel like he popularized it, and then he like thinks he did, and then uh, people started using it. Now it became overused. Now I think it's reached a point of where people use it ironically. Yeah, and I think that is unacceptable. Why is that? Sincerely or ironically, you do not use YOLO because it's ridiculous. It's Rob stupid. takes YOLO very seriously. It means you a lot do. To him. You do only live once, but you don't have to tweet about it. Right. Even ironically, like ironically, I think it's just silly. It's not funny. I agree. I prefer to use proper English and say you only live once as opposed to YOLO. Agreed. But I think whenever things get to that point, they should. They're already dead. You know, it's only like hipsters and suburban white people that are using it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So just stop. Like the, when the New York Times is writing diss in their articles, oh you know, God. somebody well, they're doing it like twenty years later. Yeah. By the way, Sean just texted me. Ha! I chuckled at your comment, but obviously I got to delete it. Yeah. And then uh-huh. I wrote lame, and he wrote, "Dude, it was a coworker." Ha ha. But wait, from his new job or his old job? Uh, uh, should I ask? Because if it's the old job, why does he care? Why does Sean have time to be having this conversation with you yeah. when he's not here? Yeah, I thought he was working. <laughs> he is. That's what he does at work. He's a oh, professional yeah, he, he texter. Just, he just procrastinates. <laughs> he just procrastinates. Sean, Sean had here. time to Facebook his new career. 
And what I like is that. And what I like is that his parents wrote, "We're very proud of you. Aww. Love always, mom and dad." Under his new career, such socially active uh, family, right there. They're his biggest fans. Yeah. And they want to know why he's not fucking Jenny. <laughs> all parents and just all want to parents know why just assume everyone's fucking Jenny. I don't understand. Parents it. just think she's very fuckable. Shiki Baby asks, are you allowed to text while sitting Shiva? No. Of course not. <laughs> no electronics are allowed. In that. Sitting Shiva is basically like what's what's like the... Being Jewish is not Christian, fun. Catholic. Is when it I like was Jew- a young kid, I thought it was sit and shiver. And I was like, so what <laughs> That's kind of what outside? you do. You just <laughs> sit down on the ground and you just Safety. shiver. It's like a wake, but it goes on for a week. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound and fun you have to That's like just my life sit. normally. You basically yep. have to make yourself uncomfortable... You Jeez. sit like in on one like on spot or something. No, you sit on the floor in one spot for a whole week. You piss and shit where you sit. What? No, she's no, adding I'm that. Kidding. But you have to sit low. You got to sit in a low chair. You can't sit on over there. If you have bad knees, to the ground. They have, they have shiva well, stools. I, I feel like there's exceptions if you're <laughs> on your way out yourself. Well, that's what all <laughs> of Judaism is like. They have fucking exceptions out, for everything. Yeah. The whole Talmud is oh, like a yeah. book of second crazy laws to excuse you from the first book. Crazy then you have laws. to read two books. My favorite thing about Shiva, though, is when one of the one of the distant uncles brings the lox plate and the and the bagel plate. Then everyone has and the lox, red onion lox plate? and bagels and red onions and of cream course cheese. Rob's favorite thing about sitting Shiva is food related. Yeah, okay. of course. Well, you you that's the only reason why Rob goes. Yeah, why yeah. else would I go to Shiva? Not to pay his condolences. Last time you went on a Shiva call. Uh, a year ago, oh, like With last Jeff, December. Right? Oh, okay. Before, actually, I went. The Jeff one was a few months before that. But yeah, I went to two last year. Who was the other one for? I'd rather not say. Daniel. Wow. Daniel. No, I don't. Was want to it? Was it? Uh, did you have your own friend Daniel that died before Sean's friend? Daniel? No, it was. It was somebody's parent. Oh. So I don't want to. It wasn't the big boss man, right? No, no, I don't think so. But that, was, but the big boss man was someone's parent, though, right? At one point, yeah. <laughs> Just sure. There was locks though at the shiva, and there was a nice, nice uh, smoked meat plate. Like mm. there was some salami and uh, some uh, <laughs> See, roast so, beef and so pastrami. The, the guests are allowed to enjoy the shiva, oh. but the relatives are supposed to suffer. Rob, you should start, yeah. start a tumbler with all the shiva foods that you eat. <laughs> How is the food at each shiva that uh, you want uh, to? I should have a shelp, like a shiva yelp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the food at this shiva was unacceptable. One star. Oh, yeah. Worst shiva platter ever. It's an original idea, Rob. No one's done it before. Shelp. Someone, if there's a web developer out there that wants to go 50-50 with me on this. Schlep. Schlep? Oh, that's that's even better. Your favorite the links. Jewish reviews. This? You call this a shiva? This is this? lox? What? This is a platter? <laughs> Oy vey. This, this, this cream cheese isn't even fresh. I know from cream cheese. This is the voiced cream cheese I've had at the shiva in like 30 years. <laughs> The person should be happy they're dead. They yeah. have to eat this cream yeah. cheese. At least they don't have to suffer through this cream cheese. Huh. <laughs> they would eat this, they would drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I feel like these are all things that have been said at yeah, Shiva. Well, it's I'm like, sure. uh, of course. Or like uh, driving home from a Shiva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a, a little after. Or, yeah, just under your breath to yeah. your, your significant of this, a Shiva. <laughs> uh, what? You blank out for a second. Rob reviews Shivas. <laughs> Tumblr dot com. Yeah, Shivas can be surprisingly uplifting. I remember having a very good time. <gasps> Maybe that's what I should do for my birthday. We can have a Shiva. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for your youth. Who are you going to yeah. kill, though? I think Sean's a goner now. <laughs> we have to cover up all the mirrors. We'll, we'll dig, I don't we'll dig that, like... up Sean's dead friend Daniel. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Was he Jewish, though? 
Whatever. He's what dead if, now. We can, we can we, make him Jewish. Yeah. What if you're Jewish and someone who's close to you dies that isn't Jewish? Do you still have to shiver them? No, I, I think it's only the family. No. The family is just the, yeah. the ones that what do the shiver. What if you're shiver? married to a non-Jew? Well, you should, oh. you're already disowned. You're not really yeah. a Jew anymore, then. <laughs> you're you know, done. You've been banned. Oh, Hail the Rabba offers you this, Noah. Says you can shiver his mezuzah. <laughs> oh, oh. Would you do that? Maybe, just because he's so clever about it. <laughs> El Duderino says we could dig up Jeff. That's not nice. No. That's not nice. I just posted a photo of me and Jeff where I wore a Papa Roach shirt. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was exciting. And your ball necklace. Your mm-hmm. ball necklace. Sid's favorite piece of clothing oh. that I ever owned. He's every time From I the moment I met shit yeah, the moment that. I met Sid. He was giving you shit for See, it? See, I was out front on knowing that was a terrible trend. <laughs> there was never a time when I thought those were acceptable. Right away, I'm like, you, dude, get out of this radio station if you're going to wear that shit. <laughs> See, unacceptable. I, 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 and you're, I have to say, preface this by saying you're very perceptive in pop culture, but I don't think that was very insightful. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> well, that's Rob. That's Rob. I was trying to help him. He wasn't aware of this. Um, Shiki Baby wants to know, does Rob still have that ball necklace? Uh, I feel like... Now you just have a pearl necklace <laughs> oh. come on guys that's what happened that's how you got the pearl necklace uh no i don't i believe like when i was finally moving out of my parents house my mom my mom found it and she's like should we keep this and i'm like no i'm, I'm never oh, going robert again. you you must keep this to remind you of when you were the gear <laughs> too far too far no. too, too far, far. And, you, and too now far. you have escaped <laughs> Just because well, the chain is what, what yeah. did it. The blue hair, too. Yeah. I also had a ball necklace, but mine had little rhinestones in the front. Blue but it's okay. You, they were tiny. They were the tiny balls. <laughs> so yeah, small okay, balls. Is it okay for little, little pellets? Is it okay for a girl to wear that? I have to see what it looks like. I can't say without. I wish I could find my old photo album. I would show you. <laughs> balls. Some good. Some good. Uh, El Duderino says Rob replaced his ball necklace with anal beads. I mean, I don't, I don't see how that works. Anal, oh. be- anal beads don't fit very easily around the neck. I was going to so say Rob just yeah, like that doesn't really work. And then uh, this is holy rosary. Bill Nido asks about how about the Danzig fishnets? I only wore that for Halloween one year, which was this past year. Yeah, it's a good look for you. Thank you. It was very uncomfortable. I don't for know everyone. How. I'm sure. <laughs> and it was lacking a ball necklace. I don't You're remember right. at the moment. Was it just like you were naked under the fishnet, or you had a shirt on? I had a, I did have a shirt on. I was gonna go naked under the fishnets, oh. but the fishnet itself was it was a feminine. Fishnet oh, girl's, shirt. Uh, yeah, it was like a girl's dress. Well, that so was the only his, one I could find. Isn't his very femme too? It was just too low. It was too low cut. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't working out. <laughs> uh, Rob was wearing spanks underneath it. I no, no. Uh, actually, uh, Frank's girlfriend lent me one of her her corsets. wife beaters. <laughs> her Ooh, she's like a hundred pounds. How did that I, work? It stretched. I'll oh, tell you, wow. it, it barely fit over. It my, was like my a spanks. Well, yeah, it definitely was like. <laughs> It definitely made me look thinner. <laughs> we have a caller, uh, block number. You're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello? Yes, hello. Hello. Hi. I'm on the air? Yes. Uh, I was just listening to the show, actually. Oh, can you put cool. me back on hold? I could, but can we talk to you for a minute, though? Is that all right? We want to get to know you. We like to know our listeners. Oh, what's up? What's your name? Oh, uh, Randy. Hi, Randy. What's where, happening? Where are you from, Randy. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Cool. Now, why why did you decide to listen via the phone and not online? 
Oh, whenever I put it online, it just go, it goes in and out and whatnot. So I figured I'd try to call in. Just you know, mm-hmm. they said listen to the you know show on the phone. So I'm like, okay, cool. Good feedback. Good feedback. Good to it know. Says your website sucks, Rob. Yeah, Market fair. research injection. Yeah. <laughs> Do other chat yeah. listeners find this happening as well? Uh, this is this is the first yeah. time happening. Do you have Do you have a slow internet connection? Is that Is that oh, uh, blame the victim? Mm-hmm. I have no idea, mm. but oh, I just thought I'd, you know call listen to the show though, so I could hear. Uh, I wanted to hear the interview with Phil and Bruce. Yeah, that will be happening in yeah. about twenty minutes. Do you know Bruce's last name? Uh, Corbett. Very good. One step ahead, yeah. Rob. Oh. <laughs> no. Do I know? Never mind. Nothing. <laughs> okay, we'll put you back on hold. Thanks. Thanks for being a good sport. See, that's what you get, Rob, for talking to the one you should have just put him on hold immediately. <laughs> well, Rob, Rob was screening him. Actually, Rob's now recoding the entire metal injection website. <laughs> Guys, I have to go. I need to develop. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the chat says they can hear it all right. Bunch of kiss asses. They're lying. Why would they lie? They want us to fail. <laughs> okay. Rob's getting all sweaty. <laughs> getting? His his curly hair is sticking to his brow. Sweatinger. <laughs> Sweatier. I'm intercoursing with my sweat. So Phil Anselmo is going to be on about 20 minutes Him and Bruce Corbett of War Beast are calling Oh yeah, now you know his last name At the top of the hour (laughs) Have them at the top of the hour Can you introduce them like that, Darren? No (laughs) I I could I just think it would be inappropriate It would be funny if we did like a W-I-N-J thing (laughs) If we kept talking to them like radio announcers (laughs) Right now, we're back on the air And we have some special special guests Phil Anselmo (laughs) Of the legendary Pantera is on the line. Oh my oh, god, that's not good. And Bruce Corbin Baba of Warbeast. <laughs> this is the one I meant. Right now on WINJ. Get your fix, baby. Can we please? That was such a great intro. It's Virus. They won't get the Virus and the Gorilla. WINJ. How's your weekend, buddy? My weekend was full of drugs and hookers because I can't get myself a lady. Woo-hoo, I, I got, know that feeling. But I got this great morning talk radio contract, so I spent all my money on hookers and blow. Hey, Gorilla, guess what I got this weekend? Herpes! Yeah, besides that. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a new fart sound machine. Uh oh! <laughs> Someone keep the way, keep the fiends away from the gorillas. What machine? Uh oh! There's another one. Oh no! <laughs> the gorilla. Oh, someone keep the the big beans away from virus. Don't really matter there, Sid, does it? Sid, how about that traffic? How's the traffic doing? Yeah, there's traffic. All right, thank you, Sid. That's your traffic report from Psycho Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, what are those top stories in that news, Noah? There is no news. Good. We hate news here on Virus and the Gorilla. No news ever on WINJ The Fix. <laughs> Where's the strippers, Daddy? Where are they at? Bring in the strippers because we need our fix on The Fix. Okay. Enough of that. Enough. <laughs> Can you still leave my reverb on, though? Just for the rest, just of, the for the rest of the episode. Just yeah, a little bit. You just need Did a little you bit. Just to have it on for the callers? Just so the callers all have reverb and are confused yeah. by why they sound like that. <laughs> There's some traffic. <laughs> That's how I would do a traffic report. Good. There's cars out there, I guess. Yeah. Avoid the highway. Drive slowly. Yes. That is your demo right there, Sid. Be a dick. <laughs> I I know some people. If you want me to submit, make it sure to someone. make sure she signal your turns. That's all. 
Oh, oh we have oh, another oh. caller. Uh-oh. Do you want to answer it like that? 216. You're on with Virus and the Gorilla. What's, what's your name? Hey, what's from? What's up, man? I'm Jason. How's it going, Jason? Let me put rear around Jason. Good, man. How you doing? Hey, you got Phil over there? Uh, Phil will be on in about 15 minutes. Thank you for calling and asking. I'll, I'll give a buzz back, brother. I would hope so. All right, later. That's Hulk Hogan on the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, Phil, brother. Oh, the Hulk on ADX. Oh, I want to see a Pantera reunion. I wonder how many Pantera reunion questions how people can, are going to be... That's not even possible. It, well, like, the thing... the, the hey. Who's going to play guitar? Uh, well, like, people are pushing... There's lobbying happening. KG's son? No, uh, Zach Wilde would do it, or, like, Kerry King, or just, like, friends of Dimebag would... That's not Pantera. I agree, it's not Pantera. I think, Pan, like, people should stop... Just stop asking for it. St- just and, listen to old and CDs. And it's also just, like, stop trying to make old things come back, like... Get into something new. Also, there's al- You could listen to albums. Yeah. And it's going to be better than a yeah. crappy reunion. So just listen there's, to the There's a live fine. Pantera album. Yeah. Listen to that one. It's a great album. It's a, it's a great mix of, of uh, songs, too. Nobody asked you. I think it's a good... It's a good, it's good uh, there's not enough Medicine Man on it, though. I'm definitely asking him about Medicine Man. I'll tell you. <laughs> what are you going to ask? What the ma- Medicine Man's name was? Who is this yeah, Medicine Man? Actually, hey, remember when you recorded Medicine Man? That was awesome. That was awesome. Man. That was awesome. <laughs> Has the Medicine Man heard the song called Medicine Man? What Who you was your Medicine that? Man? That's what I want to know. Dr. Zismore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like uh, Phil Anselmo's skin was pretty even. Like it wasn't Because of Dr. Zismore. Dermatology you, Man! <laughs> Yeah, what was the medicine? Was it like athlete's foot cream? Yeah. <laughs> Understand. We assume it's drugs, but, you know, it could have been like a legitimate prescription medication that he needed. It's possible. Persian Stu says he wants to see a Metallica reunion. Yeah. With like Jason Newstead? Uh, no, we have to dig up Cliff Burton. Oh, okay. It's a shiver for him. Uh, someone, Jason Newstead is doing a bunch of press now because he has a new band. They're called Newstead. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, nice. but it's, Van Newstead? The more I see interviews of him, the less cool he seems to me. He seems like yeah. a total... Did he ever seem cool to you? I don't know. He just seems like he's going through midlife crisis. He seemed to be like the most level-headed of all of them, well, just because he left at the right time. I will say, honestly, when when you used to watch those videos like from 20 years ago, when he was still sort of the new guy in the band, he just seemed to out-cool all the other yeah. guys in the band. Yeah. But only because they were such dicks. You know, He was just like a regular guy. He just seemed like a dopey kid. Yeah, and they I, seem like douchebags. Well, I think like he was Metallica's biggest fan, basically. Yeah. I think he has progressed to now where he is as much of a douchebag as they were twenty years ago, <clears throat> and they're just off the cliff of douchebaggery. Oh no! He, pun way to bring back no pun oh, he lost yeah. me in that behind the music when he was like, "People say we're sellouts. Damn right, we're sellouts. We sell out every show." They sell out the head clap. Man, yeah. Yeah, He's, he, it sounds like it's a pun, but it's not. That's what sellout means. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a dick. Yeah. Uh, well, someone asked him if he would ever, like, if Rob Trujillo, the current bassist of Metallica, broke his leg and the band came to him and asked him to rejoin. Very specific. Well, just scenario. like a scenario where, like, you know, Trujillo would be out. Like, if, you know, Trujillo was run over. Deported. <laughs> he's a cynic. He was born here. He was born in California. You sure about Where's that? The, yeah. He's a Chicano. Where's the paper, Rob? I want to see his papers Wait, and is, papers. A Chicano's Chicano. blood together. 
Chicano. I said I didn't mean it's Stephanie fine. Joe. A Chicano is when you're born in Mexico, yeah. I thought. Oh, really? I thought it was the other way around. Good job. I'm Thanks. sorry. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, anyway, so he... No he, wonder they never play he, Arizona. He, <laughs> he says, if they were cool and they were bros. <laughs> Actually, here's the word. If they were professional about it. Oh, oh no. And they came to me as my brothers and they were professional with the meeting and they called the meeting and they're sitting there and they're looking me in the eye and the managers aren't around and we're doing this like we used to every fucking thing with just us and them and the managers didn't did what we told them to do. If it was like that again and the money was crazy, then I would consider it. Ugh. It's like... Break, breaking news, Jason. No one gives a fuck if you're Metallica or not. I don't think anyone... I don't think they would sell one extra concert ticket. If they he would, would only he went on to say he would do it for a squillion dollars. The, most of Metallica's current fan base wasn't born when <laughs> Jason Newsted was in the band. Even yeah. fair, fair. Well, no, that's not. I mean, like when did he? He left in like two thousand or whatever. So they'd be thirteen now. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, I just don't year old think girls. He's yeah. the bassist in a band where the bass is almost completely irrelevant. Like, yeah. why? Who does he think he is? It's true. That he would be any kind of draw. <laughs> they, Metallica would rather just keep that extra few million dollars. Sure. And it's like, it's ridiculous. He is credited on the Black Album. So right. he gets royalties for the Black oh, Album yeah. still. That album sells like 4,000 copies a week. It outsells still. new releases now. It outsells, yeah, like I was looking at, I got uh, the Billboard charts every week. For, last week was 4,000, this week like 5,000 or something like that. What it's did that, what did uh, fucking Five Finger Death Punch's last album Well, sell? that album actually, oh, all kidding aside, that album is selling. That's and Jason Eustace also credited on that album. Give me a second to pull up the Billboard right. and I'll tell you what he it is. He has Black Album bookmarked for some reason <laughs> no I have, I have this week's billboard charts but meanwhile Robert Tree they have a bassist yeah. what's he gonna do like play a second bass <laughs> that, that's the thing that like makes the no noble sense. thing to have said <laughs> in that position would have been like oh I don't even like you know my time with Metallica yeah. is done yeah. like they've moved on I'm not in Metallica anymore but obviously Obviously, that's some other Obviously. guy's job. I'm not going to talk about taking right. somebody else's yeah. job. And he's been in the band now almost as long as Jason Newstead was, mm. right? Since like 2003, he's been in the band almost. What is it with guys and not getting over being in Metallica? Yeah, really? I, I guess they just keep getting asked about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You, th- I, you think he really cares about Metallica? Like, I don't know. I don't think he's like Dave Mustaine I feel sitting like there. It- Pining away to play with Metallica. We should ask Phil what it would take for him to join Metallica. <laughs> Why not? Everybody else gets asked. Get rid of the Mexican. Oh, I bet he'd stop, be- it. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop doing that. Oh, okay. Co- coincidentally enough, the album that Metallica outsold one under them is Bad Company. <laughs> Really? So what? not Five Finger Death Punch. Almost. No, uh, wait. Is it Five Finger Death Punch covering Bad Company? No, or is it Bad, Company, Bad Company extended version. So Bad Company. It's, <laughs> it sold out uh, Metalocalypse, the new it's Death Lock album. Outsold. Outsold. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Motley Crue Greatest Hits. Uh, lots of Greatest Hits. Let's see. August Burns Red, their Christmas album. Oof. It outsold the new, the relatively new Foo Fighters album. Wow, Black Sabbath Paranoid sold almost 3,000 copies this last week. Jeez. Oh, it did outsell Five Finger Death Punch. Aha! Nice. Only sold uh, 2,600 this week. All-time 733,000 records for them. For Metallica, almost 16 million. Jesus Christ. 15.8 million right now. Dude, like, people not know you can just download it. <laughs> 
Well, also, it's the holiday season, so it's like gift cards, I feel, and like just CDs and stuff. But they sell like a good couple of thousand at other times, too, right? I mean, but I feel like that's just how big that album is. That even with downloads, even with all that in consideration, yeah. It's still doing that. Uh, Nirvana's In Utero, which is it sold three thousand copies, but uh-huh. only only four million uh, lifetime. Hmm. Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory outsold the Black Album last week. Wow. Black Album was three thousand forty-two. Hybrid Theory was thirty-one hundred, hmm. and Hybrid Theory is ten million sold. So it's <laughs> diamond. Hmm. Crazy. This has been your Billboard report from the Gorilla. No, that's interesting to me though. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird that, I mean, nothing sells anymore. Like, they have a hard time selling any new releases that aren't megastars. Wow. Like, Metallica, like, even Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's albums are on the charts. Mm -hmm. These are just the hard rock charts. That's why there's so much. They only sold, I guess, oh, well, to be fair, it's only in the SoundScan era. So, only since, like, the late 80s. They only sold uh, only 1.6 million of their uh, uh, debut album. That right. that continues. Yeah. <laughs> the billboard update. All right, well, it looks like we're almost at that time where we should uh call our buddy Phil. Can we take a little break? Our other buddy up? Bruce. And yes, we will take a quick music break to set up. Set everything up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have them on the line. Okay. So let's do that right now with a little Magruder grind. Looks like Rob and Noah have run out of weed. I guess that means the music break is over. Here's more of what some people would call comedy. Okay. Hit the 
You're listening to the show that told you your mother was dying of cancer. What? We didn't tell you that yet. Oops. It's the Metal Injection Live cast.
More doofy jokes per half hour than the number of combined gray pubes on the stage during a Metallica performance. It's the Metal Injection live cast, and it returns now. All right, we are back, and we're about to bring on two very special guests. And I'm really, really excited to have both of them on. We are welcoming currently Phil Anselmo. Uh, of me- the man needs no introduction, and Bruce Corbett also doesn't need an introduction, but he just happens to be the front man of Warbeast. Hey guys, you're both on the air. Hey, hey you want to say it first, Bruce? Me and you. <laughs> well, I, I was going to let you guys uh, you guys deal with it, but I think you handled it like pros. Yeah, it was, that, that was probably the greatest intro in the history of intros. Oh well, thank you. I, I second that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I've been doing this for a while, so I feel I got the whole intro thing down. It's just the rest of the interview. That's where the problems come in. Well, let's cough it up, young son. (laughs) 
So uh, where are you guys? I'm assuming, obviously, you guys are both in two different locations. Where are you uh, calling us from? I'm, a, I'm out here in a DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Mm. I'm out here in about an uh, hour out of New Orleans, Louisiana. I, I actually meant actual addresses with zip codes so that any fan listening nearby could just come by and say hello. No, I'm just kidding. Bruce, you ought to give your social security. <laughs> I can do that. Please don't. <laughs> I want to. Well, thank you guys for taking some time to do this. As I've been mentioning on the show, there is a split EP coming out this Tuesday called War of the Gargantuans, which features War Beast and the Phil and Phil and the Illegals. Is that the uh, correct name of the project? Uh, maybe this time around. Oh, all right. Well, how did the idea for the split EP come about? Bruce, would you like to leave this one off this time? Sure, man. Uh, well, it was like, I think it was the summer of 2010 and Crush the Enemy, our first Warbeast album was already out and Philip was working on, you know, writing his material for a solo album and um, I kind of, you know, offered up our drummer to him, you know, because he was looking for the musicians and then uh, just uh, sporadic ideas, Philip threw out the idea that it'd be cold down the road if we uh, put a split out couple of songs by each band and then i think at the time we were talking about including harp on it as well but i don't know why that didn't happen but it was something that came uh, an idea from a long time ago we went and recorded our tracks a couple of years ago and then of course we was no time frame on it we just had to wait for philip to uh finalize his album you know get my crap together yeah phil now phil you <laughs> yeah but it was worth the wait and it's really cool um I'm really excited and proud of it. Uh, Phil, when did you decide that you need another band to be in after all all the ones you're all the projects you currently have going? When were you like, you know what, one more will do it? Well, you know, look, I'm calling it just really Philip H. Anselmo. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it make it's not really. I'm I'm not trying to sell a new band on anybody at all. You know, when, when you hear the music, it's like stuff that comes straight from my gut and uh, it, it's all 100% me but I, you know I let the great players that played with me because you know look I'll say I'll, I'll put it like this I'm a creative guitar player but I'm not a good guitar player if that makes any sense so I really needed an executor and that uh, executor was this badass cat I've known since the 80s, Marzi Montezari, and he uh, brought a fantastic element to the record, and I let him put his fingerprints all over it, matter of fact, all ten of them, and he did a great job, Blue from Warbeast did a great job, and I can't wait for people to really get a chance to listen to this stuff and consume it. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Warbeast is on on. on your label, Phil, on War on uh, Housecore Records. You can say that again. Uh, War Beast is on your label, Phil, uh, Housecore Records. And thank you. <laughs> uh, how how Bruce? How is uh, Phil as, as a boss? Right, like he's technically your boss. D does he make you wear a suit to work? Uh, I guess since he's here, I guess I gotta be nice. No, man, seriously. <laughs> I know me and Phil go way back, and Scott Shelby, our guitarist, and uh, obviously we're good friends. So, you know, we couldn't ask for any more. I mean, sets up the perfect work environment for us where we get to sleep late 
and get up and get stoned and then have a few beers and kind of <laughs> get in the. <laughs> God. No, man. We uh. We, we all work around this place. Jesus Christ! Come on, Bruce. Oh. No, we do, man. I mean, that's the thing is, uh, you know, we we're serious about what we do, but we have fun doing it, and uh, we try to be professional, but have a you know the right frame of mind and a slight little buzz, just so uh, we uh, you ease the anxiety. <laughs> you know, we're at our best, in other words, you know. But it's great, Phil. He's he's uh, got all the knowledge and experience and all that from being in the studio over the years. So. He's always there for us. I mean, some labels, they're like, you know, they don't, they're not there. Like, we can ask Phil a question, even though the label doesn't have anything to do with it, whether it's just, you know, hey, man, we're going on tour or anything, you know. And, and um, he's a great boss, man. I love the guy. I wouldn't consider myself a boss. I would consider myself a co-worker with these guys in War Beast. And honestly, I completely comprehend and understand the musical direction that they do because I grew up with it. It was uh, a staple sound that I consider really the DFW, uh, a pure DFW, a thrash sound. And, and if you look at the backgrounds, how could it not be? I mean, Bruce and the Mighty Rigor Mortis and uh, Scott Shelby and Gamaside and, and, and uh, Rick Perry in the past. So I knew these guys, grew up with these guys, grew up watching them do gigs in the 80s, and uh, it's been nothing but a pleasure, really. Awesome. Okay, well, we have a bunch of callers on the line waiting to talk to you guys. If you want to call, ask Phil or Bruce a question, the number to dial is 646-929-1357. We're going to start with Dave, 216. Dave, are you there? Dave? Going once? Going to Dave? We're about Is to end Lombardo? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's Lombardo. Well, Dave, Dave is gone. Uh, I wish it was Dave Mustaine. <laughs> that would that would have been a great call. Uh, all right, we have uh, Jake in Georgia. Hello? J- Jake, you're on the air with Phil and Bruce. What's up? Oh, my God. Hell, yes. Phil and Salmo, man. What's going on, young son? Listen, Phil, I just wanted to let you know right off the bat, you are a motherfucking legend. Phil, Phil are you aware of that? I, I need to uh, maybe tighten up my uh, left hook a little bit more, and pretty soon I should be challenging for the heavyweight championship. And the key word is heavyweight. I tell you what, man, every, every single day I'd be in my room, and I would blare the fuck out of Pantera and Headbang to your fucking brutal-ass voice, man. You're a fucking legend. I'm not hearing a question here, have, Jake. But I have a question oh, here. okay. I always wanted to know, who is your inspiration whenever you're singing metal music? I've got several, several, several inspirations that range from uh, classic rock that perhaps we grew up with in the 70s and 80s, and uh, uh, everything down to uh, modern ex- extreme music. I mean, I-, I could say my early roots would be David Lee Roth and Robert Halford. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, on the on the earlier Pantera records, there was a lot of falsetto. One of my favorite Pantera tracks is Medicine wrong. Man. You're wrong. You're wrong. I've never used falsetto in oh, my no. life. 
except on a song called Tens, oh. where it's obvious falsetto. But that was, I sing like Rob Halford, and what that is is full out. Rob Halford's not using falsetto. Oh, okay. That is his full voice, get it fucking straight. <laughs> You've sent me straight, Phil. <laughs> but, uh, all right, now we have a long-time caller, and I'm very excited for this. Uh, our friend Shlomo. Shlomo, are you there? Oh, yeah. Can you? Shlomo, what is your question? You, you, you. Okay, anyway, um, hello, Phil and Bruce. This is a real person. Hey, how's it going, man? Hello, hello, guys. Hello. Um, I, I, I have a question. Um, according to, um, um, why did you drop, um, um, 80s, uh, 80s Pantera, even if it was more, more glamour in sound, but you could have, um, played Saturn before, um, on Cowboys to Hell? This is such a bullshit call, but I love the accent. I, I swear, really Phil, Phil, I swear to you, this is a real person. Darren, please this, sound This advice. is not a character. This is a, 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 a longtime caller of ours. His name is Shlomo. He's, he's deaf in one ear. Unbelievable. Yes. But okay, you don't even you don't have to answer that. We just wanted to see what it would be like. <laughs> Shlomo on the phone. Yeah, with Shlomo on. He's like I'm our crackhead Bob. Yeah. Giggle session. Uh, it's a bit of a giggle session. I, I have to admit. All right, let's get back to the serious questions. We have Gerald in Texas. Gerald, are you there? Hello. Gerald, what's Hello. your what's your question uh, for Phil and Bruce? Uh, I have the question that uh, where do you guys think that metal is heading towards in its current state? I think that heavy metal or, or extreme music is in fantastic shape. I think that you will find subgenre piling upon subgenre one after the next, more extreme, perhaps even more delicate. You got to look at certain bands. Portal has a new record coming out. And, of course, I expect nothing but anguish, hideousness, and intricate misery on that record. And I'm very much looking forward to that. There's a band out there right now called Virus that used to be a band called Fred Blenzen from Norway. And Virus is an amazing band. And then, of course, you have the new Ghost coming out, and they so are a band that does play very delicately, and they play what I would call a cult rock. So the genres are there, the musicians are there, there are so many bands that I could bring up right now, but uh, honestly, we are in healthy, healthy, good shape, not to mention New World Beast. And I got some solo stuff, and heck, I just put out a down record. So we're all in good shape here in heavy metal land. One thing I'm very impressed by, Phil, is that you really keep your ear uh, to, to the underground. Like you, you re where, How do you find out about new music? Like How are you exposed to a band like Portal or Ghost? You have to infiltrate yourself with the younger audience and, and ask questions and, and find out who's out there, who's out there, you know, and, and, and right now I gotta, you know, like, Norway was for black metal in, in the early, early 90s. I've got to give it to the Brisbaneans 
in Australia for the revival of death metal. Uh, so, you know, anyway, extreme music has been uh, a fascination since I was a young, young lad. I've been a tape trader since my teens. So, you know, demos, records, I've got piles of vinyl. I've got piles of CDs. I, I'm a, I wouldn't say on a Mike Williams from I A God nor Tom Rees from Dark Throne level of musicology, but I'm damn close. So, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a friggin' music geek. I believe it. What is your preferred format for listening to music? What's the best way to, to take it in? Or what's the way you find it, it, yourself? Honestly, it depends on the band. Right. You know, some things you take to immediately, and some things grow on you steadily but surely. And, uh, you know, each musical experience is very, very different for me. And I, as far as taking it in, I guess I listen while I work out, I listen while I write, I listen while I uh, sleep sometimes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, perhaps subliminal sometimes, perhaps a direct smack to the jaw. So one of the two five, you know, figure it out for yourself. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get back to the callers. Once again, the number to dial 646-929-1357. Dan in Minnesota. You're on the air with Phil and Bruce. Hey, how's it going, guys, man? I would just like to uh, send my condolences out to you guys for the passing of Mike, especially you to Bruce. You know, and Dude, uh, thank, thank you so much, man. Man, that's a lot, brother. Man, I'm serious. It's a real, you know, terrible, terrible thing. And I'd like to send my condolences out to you guys. And I'd like to say that uh, I think it's so kick-ass that you're dedicating this Weed and Speed tour to Mike. And I think that's going to make it even more memorable for me and a lot of other fans out there, you know, to go way back with this with this well, music. Bruce, I'm going to let you take this over completely, but oh, I just yeah. got to say, I'm so glad you called, my friend, and you, you brought this subject up because... Uh, it is very important that we celebrate Mike's life, and Bruce knows better than anyone, so I, I'm going to let him talk, but rest in peace, Scott, and we love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it it hit us all like a ton of bricks, and of course, you know, we're just trying to deal with the tragedy of it all, and uh, Mike was uh, the only reason I even got into bands in the first place, so, you know. We, there was no other choice. I mean, there wouldn't even, we didn't even know second thoughts. The tour is for Mike, and we're going to get out there and celebrate his life, his greatness. And I just hope everybody understands, you know, he would want us to keep going, and he'd be proud of us. And most definitely, I thank the guys in down for agreeing to uh, go ahead and dedicate the tour to him as well. I'll, I'll officially say it right now on the air, this entire tour is dedicated to the memory of the fastest, most precise guitar player I have ever seen on this planet, and one of the sweetest gentlemen I have ever known, Mike Scotia. Fucking hey, guys, brother. man. Hey, I want to know, are you guys going to maybe uh, get on stage and do a little collaboration and throw down some old uh, rigor mortis, maybe at least one song? Shoot, we could. Uh, we haven't really, you know... We used to play rigor mortis um, in this band quite often, but I don't know. I mean, 
there's always that chance, you know. Sometimes it just happens, and we can do it. So, And Phil knows the word. So you never know what you're going to see when War, Beast, and Down get together because there is some kind of collaboration usually throughout the night. Every night. Every and, uh, night. Well, seeing, seeing as though this is an international live show, we have a caller from Mexico. We have Juan from Mexico. Are you really in Mexico, Juan? Yes, sir. I'm actually in Monterey. Oh, wow. Hello, Juan. Your voice is so Hey, good. hello, Phil. Hello, Bruce. Um, hey, man. First off, uh, my condolences for, for actually for the passing of Mike. And uh, hopefully, actually, I mean, we need to keep going, right? So, Very actually, cool. I believe that, yeah. And, um, and actually, I got a little question for Mr. Phil Anselmo, actually, a pretty huge fan of you, and man. I mean, actually, we we have a band attributed as a Pantera before, and actually, like ten years ago. Uh, I, I'm a singer, actually, as well. And my band is called Lapida or well, LPD. That I means actually great you the singer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, actually, we'll we'll be releasing the next album, perhaps in Mexico. And uh, here's a question, actually. I don't want to bother you more with my kind of a silly question, perhaps. But uh, the thing is, what we I got a doubt. Actually, when I'm on stage, uh, we probably will will actually make a tour action in South America as well. And um, and how do you create the performance in the stage? I mean, I, I'm seeing you, and um, I'm actually amazed because uh, there's uh, some sort of uh, kind of, uh, in a way to say, you growth into people that I'm. I mean, I'm actually I'm good at it, but uh, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to, in a way to say, I don't want to insult the people, or offend. Uh, the people because of Mexico is pretty, you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of pretty angry. Kind of, kind of get a shotgun. So you so, want uh, some tips for the stage? I'm kind of a, yeah. In the well, oh, listen, the best advice I could give uh, coming from me, honestly, I, I mentioned it before. I am a music geek. So with that said, I try not to put myself on any other level, but the audience's level. I, I want to be equal with the people that I'm playing music for because honestly, it could be me out there with, with the people enjoying the show myself. You know, it's so uh, we are no different. We're all brothers and sisters in music, and the more real we keep it, the more honest we keep it. And the more business-like and straight down to goddamn business we keep it, uh, I, I, I would say that is a, a recipe for some form of success. You know, just to have the camaraderie with the audience that's relaxed instead of forced. Relax and do your job. Bruce, how about you? Do you have any, uh, any tips for front men on things to do? Hell yeah, he does. I don't know, Phil. I mean, I I just consider, you know, we're fans to begin with, and I was always, you know, blessed to be in a band with Mike Scotch and Rigor Morty because I'm their biggest fan to begin with. So for me, it was just like I was always felt like I was representing the fans by just being on stage with such talented. And the same thing goes for now with War Beast and Scott Shelby. And, um, you know, so I just try to relate to the fans and be one of them, kind of similar to what Phil said. I mean, it's just if you got a stage presence, just don't be afraid to 
let it out, you know. Just be yourself up there. That's, that's I mean, that's some strong advice right there. And one, one thing I wonder, I always wonder this about musicians who may or may not partake in inhaling the, the sweet leaf, is how do you prefer, how do you prefer it? Uh, would you, do you like it rolled or bold, vaped, eaten? How do, how do you guys like your weed? How about you, Bruce? Do you do you smoke? Oh yeah, of course. And like I was saying, I, when I'm at home, it's usually big bong hits and stuff. And uh, ah, it's out I there. Love you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, out there on the road, usually you have to roll up joints or somebody got a little pipe or whatever. I don't mind as long as I get to smoke some. There you go. That, that's the way. Now you're in Texas, Bruce. Texas is notoriously like hard on 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 pot usage, right? Like they'll. They'll they'll put you in the slammer or whatever. How do you how do you get your supply? Oh come on now, this is like almost incriminating here. Well, are you something? That's right. I, mean, uh, I am narc. working. I am working with the yeah. with the Dallas Fourth Work narcs. So you've totally foiled my plan <laughs> right there. Then, you know, I mean, I can't. I'm gonna have to hang up now. <laughs> no, I'm just no, I mean, no, no narcs. The laws have got a little less strict in recent years, but honestly, for like a big chunk of um, for a while there, I was just, I just had it myself, you know? Mm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what the hell are you saying? Uh, no, I mean, uh, those days are long gone, but, you know, you've always got buddies out there that, that can help you out when needed. And then you're just careful how much you, you know, all take right. around with you. But oh, well, it's all have... good, you know? I'm, I'm not going to get busted or anything. You gotta, you gotta, we have someone from New Zealand on the line. That's pretty awesome. Jade. What is your question? Hi. Hello, Jade. <laughs> hey, Jade. I can't believe that I'm talking to you fellas. It's insane. Anyway, um, <laughs> sick of marijuana. I'm going to come to New Zealand. It's pretty, it's pretty A-class. Would you, ever, would you guys good. consider coming to New Zealand? Are you guys doing any international touring, I guess? Is there any international touring on the Down War Beast Weed and Speed Tour? Well, that's, uh, you know, honestly, we... Um I guess we're waiting on offers and and, and looking at the timing. I, I would think it'd be an awesome idea mm. in theory because uh, you know it, it's been a while since we've been to New Zealand. Now, talk about a strict country. Going through customs there is kind of crazy. But I tell you what, great audiences and and and, and great people, great fans. I would I would really 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 speculate that there would be some. Australian slash New Zealand shows and perhaps throwing Japan since we're on that t- uh, side of the globe, you know. So yeah. I, I, I would really hope so. And uh, our doors are wide open, so make right. the phone calls, you promoters. Yeah, you're open for it. That's cool. All right, let's take one final question since our, our time is running out. Here's someone who's been... On the line for quite a bit. Here's Johnny seven oh three. Johnny, you there? Bill and Bruce, what's up, Johnny? Hey man. Um, what are your guys' favorite hardcore punk that kind of genre? Just that, you know. What's your favorite? You're not really a hardcoreman, are you, Bruce? <laughs> oh, I like some of it. I mean, you know, when I got, you know, the. The other two guys, uh, Harden and Casey, definitely had a lot of punk influences in the early days of rigor mortis. 
But I'm more of a metal guy, to be honest, you know. I like that shit, though, just um, mainly metal. Well, uh, for me, I mean, you cannot deny the power of Black Flag. You can't deny the power of early Agnostic Front. You can't deny the power of certain Poison Idea records. Modern bands, uh, you know, there's a band called the Boston Stranglers. There's also a band called Cut the Shit that rips. And uh, have you heard Trash yeah, Talk? I can keep going here, man. Dead Kennedys, Butthole Surfers, Circle Jerks, DRI. I, I, I'm a tremendous fan. Even uh, even cross bands from the early days like Cryptic Slaughter. I love Bill Crooks and Cryptic Slaughter and then New York bands that weren't necessarily considered hardcore but had the attitude and the lyrics to go with it like Sheer Terror. I, I love I love Sheer Terror. That, like Hellhammer meets Carnivore meets some Righteous Pigs. There's another great grindcore slash hardcore band that not a lot of people know about, but it's Mitch from Napalm Death. First recorded band, I do believe. Righteous Pigs is kick-ass. Uh, God, did I leave anybody out? Probably a thousand, but, uh, you know, you get the point, man. I'm a fan. Awesome. Well, thank you both for taking time out of, I'm sure, your busy schedule to hang out with us and some of your fans on the Metal Injection livecast. Uh, just wondering when, could, you know, this uh, split is coming out this Tuesday. When can fans expect full lengths from both projects? Bruce, when's that new Warby's coming out? Uh, it's looking like it's going to be in March, you know. And, uh, you know, you know, we're proud of that album, and we're going to be playing more than half of it on the upcoming tour. So, can't wait to see all the the fans out at the shows and listen, let them hear this new shit. And you know what? Uh, I gotta say it one more time before we go. I cannot stress enough. I would love to see a great attendance in these uh, at all these shows because once again this tour goes out to the mighty Mike Scotia. May he rest in peace. And with every note we now play, we send a black arrow of death to all those who play false metal. In the name of Mike, and in the words of Joey DeMaio. But please come on out. We love you. Thanks for listening to us. Phil, and, you're, you're, uh, avoid, you're avoiding the question, Phil. When are we going to hear a full length from your, uh, your solo project? Oh, okay. And what about what about the next Down EP? Is that coming out this year or is that next year? I'd probably think next year, but I would think we'd be touring or playing shows for the rest of this year. But I know we're already talking about it. We're already gathering material. We're already discussing riffs. So the mere, the mere fact that we're doing such a thing after you know such a short time uh, after the first. EP of four it is released. Does that make any sense, for God's sake? Yeah, it's only anyway, been like four months. The mere fact that we're working on new stuff is a good sign. So, uh, 2014 looks pretty clear for that new doubt. 
but also uh, remember the solo record is early summer this year, 2013, War Beast in March of this year, 2013, and down, War Beast, Whedon Speed Tour, in the name of Mike Scotia, come on out and see the fellas. Yeah, you, Friday you, night, next Friday in Houston, Texas, right? Damn straight. You don't even need a publicity right. team. You're 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 a one man promo machine. Who's <laughs> <laughs> better you. than me? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, when I get on the internet, but this guy, man, he's the master of talking. So I just like to sit back and listen to myself. Yeah. Master of talking. I've been criticized for my destruction of the English language for years, Bruce. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. We need you back on Twitter, though, Phil. We need you back on Twitter, though. You haven't- I've never been on Twitter. There has been some guy named Phil Anselmo who tweets, but I don't tweet, I don't Facebook, I don't do any of that okay. crap. You don't believe in social networking. Friendster? <laughs> no, I don't even have a cell phone. Ask Bruce. All right, cool. <laughs> He's right. He's still got those 1990 TV sets and stereos, too, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm not a materialistic fool, you know. Come on now. Right. I'll leave that for the rock That's, stars. That <laughs> says so much about you, you know what I mean? Cool. Well, well good I see, Bruce, you know. You know. Now that- I know. We know. But it's up to us to let the world know. Now the so world let's knows. Let's the word together, brother. <laughs> the world knows you know now that damn you're on well. Uh, all right. Well, I want to commend us on not asking you about any sort of dumb Pantera reunion questions about things that won't really happen. There are people in our live chat room who are like, ask him about a new Pantera record. It's, it's not happening, right? There's nothing. It's not happening, no. There's nothing to it. But you it's see, just, you just asked him. I mean, yeah. when you lose someone like Dimebag and Mike Scotia, how... There's yeah. just no way either band should ever perform under that name again. That's just my opinion. And that's rigor mortis is never going to perform again. Oh, wow. And that's just because Mike Scotia deep down was rigor mortis, you know, so there's just, it wouldn't, wouldn't be right. And it's just out of respect for him. And I think Philip can't speak for him, but he might feel the same way as far as parents are. I think uh, I'm on. I think you summed it up very well, Bruce. And um, you know, you know, let let the legacy speak for itself. Exactly. Because it is there. It is history. Music is history. Music is tangible. Uh, uh, it, it, it's a tangible thing, and it lasts for as long as it's relevant. And you know that 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 brings me to the fans. I, I gotta thank the fans because honestly, without you, we'd be zero. We'd be nothing. We would be unacknowledged. But the mere fact that we're acknowledged is an amazing thing. It's a dream come true, and all we can do under these very very uh, trying circumstances, with the loss of Mike Scotch is so so very close to us. Is, is honor his name and you know anyone who's ever come out to a down show I always send out a song to Dimebag always 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 it's a rule but there's a new rule now the same song it's called Lifer 
that I send out to Dimebag, and now I'm going to send it out to Mike Scotia as well, because what I mean by life is those guys embodied, embodied the entire shape of what is a true lifer in this music. They, 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 uh, they were born to do what they did. They were born to play they, the way they played. And their uniqueness speaks for themselves and, and speaks for their legacy. And all I can say is, is we, as a unit, down in Warbees together, all, all we can do is uh, our best, our best to honor these guys' memory and, and, and our brothers, our fallen comrades' memory. And and that will happen. That is that is a solemn oath. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Phil. Thank you, Bruce, for taking some time hanging out with us. Everybody, pick up the new EP. Uh, Philip H. Anselmo on the Illegals and War Beast, War of the Gar- Gargantuans. It's, it's this. actually Gargantuas, Gargantuas, which is a wrong spelling, but it was an old Japanese 60s monster movie that we named this thing after, and uh, it's their spelling, so we rolled with it, and... I'm just correcting you. That's all. Thanks. You've you've <laughs> proved you've proved twice already that I'm terrible at my job. I need to so just bad. stop doing You're fired. this. I'm sorry. I might have to dock you a day's pay for napping <laughs> on the job. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Cool. Well, thank you again, guys, for taking taking the time to uh, hang out with us and you, with your fans. There's still many people that are upset that they didn't get through to you guys, but you guys. You guys have some TV to watch. You have House Hunters to watch, right? Property Wars or something on Discovery Channel. I watched the playoffs today, and I'm done with TV. All right. Right on. Yeah, cool. same here, man. But thanks <laughs> to everyone out there. We appreciate it so much. I'm sure everyone's going to see you guys. Bruising, and I, I concur. We'll see you guys out on the road. Thanks again, guys. We're going to wrap things up on our end. Uh, we'll 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 hang up on you guys so you don't have to awkwardly just stay on the line. But thank you, thank you guys for being on the air. Thank you to everybody listening. Sorry to the callers that we couldn't get to. We were. We'll try to get them back on. We'll just have them do a regular segment. Or we'll something. just yeah. We'll just Phil's going to be replacing Sean. I think that's going to be. Well, he likes the same bands that Sean likes, so it's he's bald like Sean. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. I could get into it. Uh, Southern style specifically, very upset that we didn't get to. Oh, we didn't ask Corner Flour Tortilla. We are terrible, oh, no. terrible interviewers. Well, they could have called in and asked. It. Why didn't our listeners <laughs> yeah, give us a clue? So, so many things. There's a lot to deal with for these interviews. They just don't get what happens I'm behind the scenes. I'm the callers for about 50 reasons. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say why, but I think they know why I'm disappointed in them. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you to Phil and Bruce for taking time to call yeah. us. Thank you for all That's our cool. callers, especially the ones in New Zealand and Mexico. Those yeah, and we international have, charges. We probably have a lot of new listeners because of this, so they should go back and listen to the one hundred and how many episodes? Ninety three episodes yeah. before this. We've had other guests on. Yeah. Yeah. There were some cool moments. We're on every Sunday, and then the archive is immediately after. <laughs> Yeah. Darren, do you have a, why don't we play a little parody for our new listeners so that we give them a taste <laughs> yeah, about Rob. of the comedy. No, not, none about Rob, though. <laughs> Which one do you want? Um, what, what's, what's something well, it, that's funny? What do we got? Let's see. We got Arab. No. no. Everybody Loves it. My Boobs. No. no. The Googler. No. Uh, 
that about... Rob Cum song? Yeah. No. <laughs> Iron Sheik and Rihanna song? Maybe. That's a good one. No, how about the, the Iron Sheik song? That's okay. just... We should have asked uh, Pantera. I mean... Uh, how about Live Cast, <laughs> Oh My Teeth? Uh, that's a good one. Didn't we just but play we that? play that one just Robert, recently. Robert? I like the Danzig uh, Mother parody. That, that could be... A, it's about me, so... Yes. Either that one or the, the I'm sorry, the Iron Sheik song. Oh, that, yeah. That's a rap song, though. That's okay. All right, Danzig Mother. Here All we right. go. Let me give you the backstory for new listeners. This is a song um, that Robert's mother wrote. Uh, she's about, Russian. She's very overprotective in Russian, and she's performing this speaking to Robert. So here it is. <laughs> so skinny. You Mom, so... I'm overweight. I weigh almost 300 pounds. <laughs> oh, why are you raising your voice to me? I'm not raising my voice. God, God, listen. Oh, my God. Mama wants to fix your life. And if you move to Brighton Beach with me, you can have your old room back. It's still waiting. Mama wants to fix your life. And if you want to see me, you can just stay unemployed. Oh, oh, no, 
Robert and I come to America to give good life to your to my son. I'm sorry. And this, so I want to give you pants, and this <laughs> is right, how you treat right, we'll, me. We'll go to Old Navy. You can buy me some pants. Oh, I have so many good pants ready for you. You're going to look so beautiful. All the Russian girls are going to love you. It's going to be so great. All right, great. I'm very excited. Just stand, stand up straight a little bit more, please. 